now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for July the 26th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk choking. Have you ever choked? Like actually like uh, choke choked? Like needed the Heimlich choked? Have you ever had to give the Heimlich to someone else who was choking? Do you know what's also called the J-stroke? Why do we have two names for it? Did Dr. Heimlich trademark it before he, before he died? To me, a J-stroke sounds like a, like a clinical term to, uh, you know, bring someone to, to an orgasm. I guess the Heimlich could do that for some, too. You're probably doing it wrong if it is, but it might do it. Also, uh, we're talking hospital stays. We want to know if you've ever stayed in a hospital. And if you have, uh, did you have a hospital roommate? Most hospital rooms are not private. And you're usually going to have a uh, buddy in there with you. And we want to know how that went. The odds of having a good roommate are slim. Uh, not to say hospital people are not good people, but there's a reason they're in there. They probably made someone really mad. So they've got a bit of a mouth on them. <laughs> but why were you in there, right? Were you running your mouth too? Maybe you both deserved it. And finally, we're talking solo travel. We want to know if you've ever done any uh, traveling by yourself. Apparently, it's good for you. I am vehemently against it. Uh, there's a reason you never hear of a group of 20 people getting mugged. Or, you know, like a dozen hikers all getting eaten by a bear. It's because there's safety in numbers. So, I mean, yeah, travel by yourself if you want. But don't be surprised when you end up in the hospital with a garbage roommate. See what I did there? I'll call back to the second segment. Choke on that. <laughs> it's like Inception. <gasps> Do you remember that Inception music? Doom, doom. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, that key warning that Crash was talking about is in effect, and it covers pretty much southeast and northeast Alberta. Uh, and that includes Edmonton. Temperatures are going to reach near or above 29 degrees Celsius during the day today. And uh, it's also expected to run right until Friday. Now, why do we have a heat warning? Well, first of all, it's going to be hot during the day. And then overnight lows are not expected to get lower than 14. Mm-hmm. So the areas that were that are being affected by that uh, yesterday afternoon, actually, it started to kick in. Cold Lake, Lac La Biche, Brooks, Vulcan, Calgary, Drumheller, Wood Buffalo National Park, Hannah, Lethbridge, Lloyd, Medicine Hat, Okotoks, and High River. And now, as of this morning, Edmonton has been upgraded mm. into that heat warning as well. It was hot on our patio yesterday. It's, I feel it's hot in here. Is well, it just me? No, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it's hot in here. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like I could break into a sweat at any moment. I don't think so. Ginger, you hot? Ginger, you hot? I'm a good temp. What's the, what's the temp? I oh, think that thing doesn't work. Well, yeah, you can't rely on that. Thing. Yeah, it just feels uh, feels hot in here. I think you're having hot flashes. <laughs> you're, look at the way you're bracing yourself. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like holding on for oh, dear yeah. life. Are you going through your big chain? No, I don't think so. Well, it's Marzi's big chain. No, it is. I'm nowhere near the big chain. <laughs> Marzi's menopause. No, I'm, I've still. I've What's got, the 26th? July 26th. Mark it down. I've got years before that happens. <laughs> I thought so too, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Why not get it out yeah. of the way? <laughs> well, because of the heat wave, uh, consider rescheduling outdoor activities to cooler parts of the day. Take frequent breaks from the heat. Spend time in cooled buildings if you're working outdoors or if you're just outdoors. Drink plenty of water today, non-alcoholic and non-caffeinated beverages to stay hydrated. And do not... 
Please do not leave a pet or a baby or a senior in a car. You know, Don't. tomorrow we're going to have a story. If I have a story tomorrow morning, then I'm giving up on all of humanity. Well, you're... Sorry. Nah, you might as well give up on it because it's going to happen. Don't leave your babies. It's going to be in the news. Don't leave your pets and don't leave your seniors. You know, the day, the last time we had a heat wave and I said, don't leave your seniors in the car. Mm-hmm. I pulled up at a shopper's drug mart in the West End, and oh, guess oh, who's yeah. sitting in a hot car? Senior. Senior. Without it running. Without it running. Oh, right? Leave it run. She had the Come window on. open. I went over. I'm like, Are, you Poor know, lady. you might want to get out. It's hot. I'm just waiting for my daughter. Oh. Like, yeah, well, your daughter's a piece of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like 40 degrees in yeah, that Yeah, it was car. a hot day. So just, uh, you know, please don't do that. I don't want to have a news story tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. We should have signs in parking lots. That says, don't leave babies, pets, seniors, yeah, just, humans. Because there's, you know, there's all the posts there. They have, like, the your handicapped parking signs, yeah. your uh, mother parking. Mother. Yeah. yeah, just throw in some warnings about, hey, by the way, uh, take everything like, you love out of the vehicle. Like, basically a don't be dumb sign. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. That's exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay, this story, uh, this next one here, this is horrifying. A man was injured and another one is in custody after a serious road rage incident on the Anthony Henday over the weekend. It happened on Sunday. Uh, Brad Cummins said he was driving on the Henday and after he passed a vehicle, the driver came up behind him inches from his bumper and was signaling for him to pull over. Oh. So what did Brad do? Pulled over. No, why would you pull over? You can't pull I'm over. not pulling over. He says, when I, was, when I pulled over, I got out of my car to talk to him, and the other driver pulled a weapon, a baton. Jeez. So I said, quote, okay, I don't need this. So I get back into my car, and that was when he ran me over. What? He said he was going to smash my head in. He threatened me. He pulled out a weapon and said, quote, he was going to bash my head in. Yeah, this is why you do not pull over. Brad says that as he tried to get back in his vehicle, the man attempted to run him over, hit the car door instead which then hit the victim in the head. Edmonton police say the suspect vehicle fled away southbound on the Anthony Henday, but crashed against a curb as it attempted to turn left on 153rd Avenue. Now that man is in custody and charges are pending. Yeah, unless the cop is pulling you over, never get out of your car. Never pull over. But why, what is, like, what is... This, that's the uh, second time we've had a story like that. Because remember, um, maybe it's upwards of a year ago, the guy that came out of the out of his car with a crowbar and beat that woman? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's remember right. That? Yeah. That was this winter. That yeah, was over the winter. winter. Yeah, a terrible story. Jeez. If you got flagged down, though, I wouldn't assume someone was going to hit me with a baton. I would, I would think something's wrong with my car. Doesn't like matter. A trunk f- opener, a gas tank. Oh, I see what you're I'll saying. I'll figure it out. So I'm guessing then that by this story, by the way, Brad's going to be okay. He had to be treated for a minor head injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he, if, okay, so I pass somebody on the hand day. They don't like the look of me mm-hmm. or the fact that I pass them. Yeah. So they get up on the, my bumper. Yeah. And then how do you signal me to pull over? I would be oblivious. Pull beside you and they're like, pull over. Pointing at you and pointing pull over. And maybe this person's like, oh, all right. And then you pull pull over. over. Yeah. Or does he get, because it sounds like by. Or like driven off the road. The way that this story's written is that the guy was signaling for him to pull over from behind. Hmm. If you're flashing and honking and doing the. I think that's the universal movement. It crashes, right? Yeah, single finger point to the. The shoulder. I'll give you uh, another signal. Yeah, single I'll, I'll do a brake check and then floor it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't brake check. That would just piss people off oh, even yeah, more. Yeah. And 
Who carries a baton? I have no idea. This right? is insane. Do you think anyone uh, good carries a baton in their no. vehicle? No. No one good has a baton. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you get a baton, you plan on using the baton, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's in your vehicle. Yeah, it's one it's, thing if you just collect them and they're at home, maybe hanging on a wall. Like a sword collector. Yeah, but when it's in your vehicle, you, you don't have good intentions. Yeah. People are saying, texting and saying it's because people stay in the fast lane. There's no reason for you to pull over people and try to run them over. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're just going slow in the fast lane. There's calm no, yourself no reason down. for that. Yeah, chill yeah. yourself out. you got to calm down. Wow. Uh, I, wouldn't, I, just, I wouldn't pull over. Don't pull over. No. If it's not a cop behind you, leave it be. Yeah, and if you're worried, they always say drive to uh, your nearest police station if you can. All right, fraud and public mischief charges have been laid against a man in Cochrane, Alberta, who said that he was severely injured by barbed wire that was strung across a mountain biking trail. Oh, yeah, I saw that story. Did you see this? And I'm Uh, like, oh, poor dude. Stelianos. Uh, Paradukias, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's 37 years old. He says that he was clotheslined by barbed wire mm-hmm. tied between two trees while he was cycling uh, near Bragg Creek, just west of Calgary. He shared photos on his social media of a big red gash across his neck. He then started a fundraising campaign, so like a GoFundMe online for medical bills and a new bike. Turns out he was faking it. <sighs> Ah, people will do anything nowadays. Yeah. And of course, I bet you he made a bunch of money on the GoFundMe. Well, he wanted $8,000. Yeah. That's what he was going and for. And he probably made forty. dollars uh, He made $851 <laughs> before taking it down after people started to complain. GoFundMe made a statement saying it has since banned him from posting any more fundraisers. Hmm. RCMP say that they received numerous tips from the public and from people that know him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're like, this guy's a scam artist. That didn't happen. What a dirtbag. Well, apparently that wasn't his first GoFundMe either. That's what raised some red flags. Oh, really? What yeah. was his first one, do you know? He had uh, said he lost his dog. Uh, and so what do you need one. a GoFundMe for if you lose your dog? Another dog? Buy a better dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to upgrade. I'm pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> Pay for my feelings. <laughs> my broken heart. <laughs> oh, I've, I'm also seeing here he also used GoFundMe. Uh, for the Fort McMurray wildfire. Oh, I no, think that no. he was claiming that he was a victim of that as well. Oh, so this guy's just a royal dirtbag. He's bag. just a royal dirtbag. He yeah. has since turned himself in and he is facing a number of charges. Well, that'd be fraud, right? It's fraud, yeah. Yeah. All right, dudes, this next story is for you. Scientists have noticed a drastic change in your swimmers and in your fertility. And that's for dudes here in North America. Now, obviously, Ginge not having this problem. Mm -hmm. A new study is warning that there has been a significant ongoing decline in the sperm counts of Western men. I've done things to my body. I don't think things are even alive over there. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of x-rays or what are you? (laughs) Really? I've had some rough times with my body. Do you want to find out? Because you don't have any kids. Yeah. Would you want to like, you know, go see a doctor and find out if they're strong? Yeah. What's a good count? Like, Ginge, what would your count be at? You don't Dozens? Care. I don't know. <laughs> there is when you said that there is like a weird sort of prideful thing in that. Hey, like to you know want. that you're able to breed. Yeah, really. You don't care either way. I don't care either way. No. Even though I've like you know proofs in the pudding. Yeah, I've got the. You've got three. Don't yeah. say pudding. When you're <laughs> it's in the debut. <laughs> oh, no, 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 but like yeah. I still want to know. Yeah. That I still got it. Still yeah. got my A game. Mm. 
You're still ready to go. Well, here's what they looked at um, is they looked at the counts um, back from 19. What year is this? 1973. Yeah. Men on average were 99 million sperm per milliliter in a fertile man. Okay. Fast forward to 2011 and guys were only showing 47 million sperm per millimeter. Right in half. So it's all. Yeah. They're saying that it's about 52 percent decline. Hmm. I'm. uh... I would go get it checked out. How do you do it? I don't know. Do you got to do what I'm thinking you got to do? Well, of course, oh. you've got to give a sample. Hmm. They got to get it. They got to get it. But you would just go to a fertility doctor then to find out if you're capable. Like, do I give it or do they take it? No, they... they oh, okay. <laughs> take it. <laughs> ready. <laughs> Sir, go in that room with your phone. I'm ready in the it, lobby. Yeah, is yeah. it like the movies? Like, are you just going into a room and they like hand you like a stack of magazines? Magazines are probably out now, right? Everyone's got their phone. I would imagine. Your, yeah, I would imagine. They'd probably ask you, though, to put on headphones. I mean, I guess, okay, wanna... I got my own catalog here. Yeah. I, <laughs> I came prepared. <laughs> are you doing, like, uh, are you doing it there, though, or is it, like, a take-home thing now, do you think? I, well, do you need I don't it fresh? Know. I don't know. Uh, well, someone, ask the men of the Now family. Uh, someone on uh, text here said they went for it. Give us some more details. What exactly did you have to do? Yeah. Is it, like, what we see in the movies? You go into that room, you put it in the little door, and you walk away. You're like, damn right. Damn right. I don't, I don't know much about it. I do know, though, um, I had a girlfriend of mine who... Um, she was coming up on her 40s. Yeah. And she was single and she wanted to have a baby. So she purchased a donor. And it was really interesting because her, um, when she was shopping around, they gave her a catalog. Of the fellas. Yeah. What? Like pictures of the dudes yeah. and all their details. Yeah. Oh. It was like, pretty cool, actually. No, was, I don't. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like headshots and some quick facts? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like height, you know, um, I guess, uh. I was I'd make say breed. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Very so clinical, the Marzi. <laughs> what breed of man do I? Yeah, want? like eye color, hair color, yeah. height. Uh, what they did for a job, and that was to me that was very like movie. Like that was a while ago. That was about that was about ten years ago. She did that. That's Wait. like the Tinder catalog, now. right? Yeah. Now, yeah. It's just, now you're just swiping through. Yeah. Would you pick my photo? Because I'd be like, <gasps> Yeah, I might. I mean, I, I don't know. Eh? A lot of pressure in that photo, right? The photo's got to be good because everything's based on the photo. That's why I'd. I'd Pull up my A game. Yeah, well, that, here's the thing, though. I've got a photo of Crash here. What if that was his, that's oh, his yeah. sperm bank photo? Oh, no. Hey. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, you, I guess you could. Yeah. Uh, I got Phil hanging on sure. here. I think he's had it done. How are you doing today, uh, Phil? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. good. All right, so did you, uh, did you put down a sample and get tested? I did, yeah. Like, uh, I had a vasectomy done, and then afterwards, you got to go and get your... Uh, Sperm count it. Yeah. Okay. To make sure that there's no uh, no active swimmers left. Yeah. And uh, is it just like we see in the movies? No, not really. Because you just kind of go into like a, what is it, you know one of those dialyte spaces or whatever. Oh, okay. So you just uh, go into a little room. They give you a cup and they're like, "Oh, you can go do it here, or you can go home, but you got to bring it back right away." Oh, okay. Oh, so you can do it there, yeah. or, or you like can do go it in home. your you could do it in your car in the parking lot. Oh, jeez, no! Mean, if you, you want to be that guy, <laughs> <laughs> no, show me that guy. Yeah. I'm in front of Dynalife. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I went home and you know, just to be easy, brought it back. Yeah. It's probably still warm. Oh, okay. Oh, so you just got to keep it fresh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You got to go right away. Yeah. Did your did your vasectomy work? Yes, it did. Yes. yes oh, yes. were you a little nervous initially? 
Um, well, in the three, yes, yeah, I've heard some horror stories, so I did lots of research on it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Hey, thanks so much for that, Phil. Thanks, Phil. No okay, bye-bye. I didn't catch what he said at the end there. His phone was a little weird. Did he, anybody catch that? He probably did in the parking lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was saying, yeah. <laughs> basically yeah, what it thanks, comes down Phil. to. Uh, a lot of people, though, are um, are texting and saying, like this one here says, I went for a sperm test. Gosh, it is exactly what you think. They have a small room, pleather chair, which is gross. They ask you oh, to, oh no! They ask you to clean it, clean it up. Clean the chair. Yeah, they do have a rack of magazines, but what? it was obvious that phones were what was being used. You know that's a dirty room, the dirtiest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd, be weird, it'd be weird too. You wouldn't want to take. A, I'd be very conscious of the time. Mm. So I wouldn't want to like. Close oh, you the wouldn't door want to be right back up. Done. But I wouldn't want to take like an hour in there. What if you're noisy? Well, I don't think. I think you have to be courteous to. You know, I want to make sure you give a good count. I mean, I would imagine that at like at the clinic, they you know they understand what's going on, but that's why they probably ask you to plug your phone into some headphones. And it'd be very hard to I picture like because it's you know doctors, it's a little you're a little nervous in there anyway. Yeah, yeah. and then like you're literally waiting for the guy in front of you. Oh, to finish yeah. up in there. Yeah. You're like, hey, like high five on the way through. Like, oh no, no, good job, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says he got a container to take home. Yeah. Uh, and he did it at home and then returned it to the Royal Alex within a short amount of time. Yeah, like Phil was saying, you got to yeah. bring it back when it's still warm. <laughs> Phil. Warm, so. <laughs> Is that the part that I missed? Yeah, Phil. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's still warm. <laughs> Another one here says there's three rooms side by side. They give you a cup. There's a chair and a nightstand full of magazines. When you're done, <laughs> no, no. you bring out your cup and you hand it to the person who is waiting. Hmm. I mean, that's exactly like I, when I had uh, I had to go through all that urine testing. Yeah. I just peed right in. I mean, I guess it's just pee, but it's the same thing. Walked out with my cup of pee, handed it over, right? For a lady, it's uh, got to be a little more difficult too, right? To pee into a cup? Yeah. It's easier than you think. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's a lot easier than you think. Oh, I just pictured it would be a disaster. Why? It's just spraying everywhere. It doesn't spray. It comes out in one stream. It's not like a cat crash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I know I know where it is. I know where it's coming. Oh, okay, it's one gotcha. stream. All right. It's good to go. I mean, obviously, it's easier for guys, obviously, but... What do you mean it's, like, the same? Like, you guys got, like, the, the magazines and stuff? That no, seems no, no. unnecessary. No, but just, just to go pee. <laughs> no, but bringing, you know, just bringing a cup, the cup, a, a, the yeah, cup I see out what you and mean. having to... But it's a little different. If you're given a, a urine sample, I'm not... I wouldn't be ashamed over that. Because whatever, you're just peeing. But when you know someone's like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know they're being judged on their way It doesn't out. bother me. I should probably get a job there later. What? No, does, no. I, I don't know. That does, it, to me, that's just science. Like, it's just... Bars, clean up in room three. Oh, no, I'm not cleaning it up. <laughs> on it. <laughs> no, I'm not cleaning it up. But I'm not, it doesn't bother me because it's science, right? It's mm. just, that's your body. You think it there does. would be uh, like an online test you can buy nowadays? Or like a home kit? Well, I no. think you can. Just get like a. You can get like home uh, stethoscopes, not stethoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to it. What's the word I'm looking for? I think I hear 43 million. <laughs> Wait, like a. Like a- like a s- microscope. Mic- oh, okay. Wow. You know, you get like some slides, you do your business, and you put it in a petri in dish. A, yeah. Yeah. Get your tally sheet. Throw, you guys, it, throw it in a beaker and light it up on the Bunsen burner? You guys have no idea. What <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, you don't. You have no idea. All right. Let me know uh, if you guys would do this. A company in Wisconsin says that it is going to start implanting chips into its employees. No. Now, here's the thing about the chip is that it is not mandatory. So you as an employee can choose whether or not you want to be microchipped. 
Who uh, in their right mind would take that? Almost all of the employees, what? which I think is insane. Three Square Market says that the only reason why they are going to microchip their employees is so that you are able to buy things from Three Square Market. They swear that they are not GPS trackers. Yeah, right. Uh, but you will be able to, I guess, walk around and purchase things. Mm-hmm. So it's like having a credit card or a debit card implanted into your body. I don't need it implanted. I can just tap my phone. I'm okay with that. I don't need things in my body. Good idea or bad idea? And would you do it? Terrible idea. Why would you ever let a company put a chip in you? They're totally using that for GPS, Oh, 100%. Right? They're tracking you. But if you could, I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice not to have to carry any cash or anything? And that's what the employees are saying. It goes into your finger. It's really small. Yeah, but you're always going to have your phone. And all I have to do is tap my phone. Oh, but it's like way in my pocket. My finger's right here. (laughs) (laughs) Think of the time I'll save. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saving like 40 seconds throughout your day. It also acts as a key fob, so you can just wave your hand and get into the building. No jangly You can pay for food in the cafeteria as if your hand was a a card. Mm. Now, Three Square Market is a tech company. And it will be the first in the U.S. to offer embedded chips to employees. I don't know about that. I wouldn't. The only way I would do it is if I could pull it out. You you can take it out if you want. But if it's embedded, you have to cut your skin. Yeah, they say that it feels like a needle going in and a sliver going out. Nah, like if I'm going on vacation, I don't want the chip on me because I'm signing off. You're off the clock. I'm off the clock. Uh, the tech company says that your cell phone tracks you GPS-wise 100 times more than does this chip. Oh, I'm sure my phone's probably recording me right now. Well, get that chip in there then, buddy. I don't know. No, no fobs? We gotta, we gotta carry a stupid fob every Yeah, we do. We got a place. fob to get if in. If I can make a phone call from the chip in my finger, then that's fancy. Like you're, you're like, talking oh. to your hand? <laughs> Talk to the hand. <laughs> Imagine you go to a hotel, yeah. and instead of one of those uh, stupid key cards that never work, yeah. they like take your finger and they just like scan it over that machine, mm. and then your finger's loaded yeah. in with room so 1412. Like yes! Mm. Well, that is pretty cool. Everything, the future's right there. <laughs> I think this is the future. I think this is what people will do. Would you take a chip in your body, though? Never. No. No way. Uh, I will ask you this, though, Ginge. Mm-hmm. Would you microchip your children? Oh. So that you know where they are. They can't say no. <laughs> oh, so I GPS them. Yeah, so that or that police would be able to GPS them. Uh, emergency services would be able, schools would be able to find them. Yes. Yeah. Tag them like dogs. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, you'd microchip. Your, would you microchip our... yourself? Uh, well, no. <laughs> I like to be off the grid sometimes. You don't want yeah. to find you. Yeah. <laughs> your kids, you do our cat. Like, yeah, because yeah, our, our cats, cats are uh, chipped. Why don't we chip our kids? Ethics? It's coming. Oh, probably ethics, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it's you, coming. You think as soon as they're born, like, doop, chip in, you're done. Yeah. And that like, way if they go. Scan them over like a little uh, scanner. Beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> If they go missing or if they're lost, it's just peace of mind that you or authorities could find Track them. Track them down. Track them down. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's the new fingerprint. Mm. That crazy. All right. One quick last one here for you guys, because I know that you desperately need something to look at when you get to work this morning. Uh, well, over on eBay, by the way, eBay's making a big comeback. I don't know if you've noticed. No, they did a whole new marketing campaign. Yeah. They're got- selling like new stuff now. Yeah. They said all cool. the used garbage is actually a very small percent of that company now. Okay, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Official quote from yeah. that. <laughs> well, this dude in North Carolina named Ginter Senefelds 
Uh, he was looking to buy a work truck when he came up on a government auction site that had a 1989 Dodge Ram 350 for sale. Now, what does that look like? It looks like a big it's old a van. Beast. Yeah, from 1989. Here's the cool thing, though, is that when you go to the government auction, you have to buy it sight unseen. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, here's the vehicle. Do you want it? He purchased it. And when he got it, it was originally used as an FBI surveillance van. Oh, cool. And it came with custom features, including TV monitors, surveillance equipment, small mics hidden everywhere, and even a toilet. What? Ginter also says that he found handcuffs, binoculars, and video from an old FBI stakeout back in the 80s. They literally left everything in it? Yeah. Wow. He also said that going through the van, he found some sweet spy gear. The van had several pinholes that could be used for peering outside. Hmm. Uh, it is up on eBay right now, uh, right for $18,700. I'm not sure if it was sold. As of yesterday, it was not. That so is if you want cool. a sweet FBI surveillance van, look at these pictures. It looks like it's right out of a movie. Oh, yeah. Like, How uh, cool is that? Those surveillance vans, too. It basically looks like the ones you see in the movies. Where it's like, oh, yeah. like George's Flowers pulls up and it's parked in front of your place for a week. Yeah. You know it's a surveillance van. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. So make sure you give that a Google when you get to work. Hmm. Buy yourself a cool 1989 oh, yeah. <laughs> FBI surveillance surveillance van. It's pretty sweet. Alrighty, in sports, we're getting a sense of what Canada's men's hockey team could look like at the next February's Olympics with no NHLers. Hockey Canada announced the staff. Uh, and uh, let me see. They got Sean Burke as general manager. Uh, Willie Desjardins is head coach. They also released a list of players who will be playing in two tournaments this summer. Former NHLer Ben Scrivens, Mason Raymond, uh, Derek Rahr are all among them. Canada will have six events before the Olympics to evaluate a roster that will look a lot different than the one that won gold medals uh, three times over the last four Olympics. Hmm. Is it going to deter you watching men's hockey in the Olympics? No NHLers. I'll still watch, but not like... Not, not like, like we did? No. You won't have a lot of passion behind it. And these ones are in the next winter games are in... Uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Where are they? Mm, Korea? South Korea, I think. Could be. So, basically... So, the times will be weird. Yeah. And so, I nobody's going to be watching it. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch, but not like, you know. Like, will you get up at three in the morning no. to watch men's... Ho- yeah. No. I'll and PBR it and then delete it two months later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was good. (laughs) Alrighty, today we are under that heat warning because it is going to be hot uh, from today through till Friday. 29 degrees under sunny skies for the day today. Please don't leave your pets, your babies, or your seniors in your car. Tonight we're only going to see a low of 17. It is 625 and we're sitting at 13 degrees. Good morning. I've got this story for you, and this is crazy. Uh, Anyone who watches NFL, uh, then you might know who linebacker Jarrell Freeman is. Uh, He, of course, plays for the Chicago Bears, and he made an amazing save the other day, and it has nothing to do with football. Uh, Freeman, who is 31 years old, was traveling from Texas to Illinois for the Chicago Bears camp when he saw a stranger struggling at a place called the Salt Lake Taco Bar. Mm. First of all, sounds delicious. Yes, very delicious. Uh, Apparently he was there. He was having um, some lunch when he saw the man stand up out of his chair and he looked like he forgot something. Oh. So how do I explain that? Because I know you guys can't see me. It's like you stand up and you're like, 
Okay, yeah. You're kind of meandering around yeah. and looking like maybe you lost something or you forgot something. Well, it turns out that that dude was choking. <sighs> so a woman saw this and attempted to aid this guy named Ryan with the Heimlich maneuver, but was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So what did Jarrell Freeman do? Pushed everybody out of the way and uh, picked him up and Heimlich the living crap out of him. Well, that uh, football player is a beast. He's six feet, yeah. six feet one, 268 pounds. Hmm. He says that he has never done that maneuver before, the Heimlich. Nope. Never. He just... From he what just, he envisioned you should yeah, do, he did it? He did it. Uh, people who were watching him said that he made his way through the crowd like yeah. he was trying to make a tackle. What? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Chicken tables. Yeah, so he was running through there like a maniac. Uh, he said he grabbed him and did the Heimlich and did it a number of times. And uh, the second time, he said his, uh, Ryan, the guy who was choking, his eyes got big and was like, oh, my God, you just saved my life, man. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Jeez. And then he, like, spit the food out or whatever Yeah, he was just like on? what yeah. you would imagine. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever um, saved somebody with the Heimlich? Mm-hmm. I Knock on wood, I hope I don't have to. Maybe you were the one who was choking. And is there one food? Is there one food that, for whatever reason, it's, it's a little tricky for you? Mm-hmm. Like you, you might you choke, on, choke on You might it? choke on it, yeah. Oh. Is there one that you can think of that's a little tricky? Mm. What do I, uh, I always get uh, hiccups and then borderline choke if I'm eating a lot of bread. Yeah, bread will give it. Remember the other day yes, I thought I, do. I was going to die? I just shoveled so much bread in my face. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know why you were doing I that. have no idea. I thought there was a bread shortage. Uh, Jin, you got a food that's tricky? Uh, no, I'm constantly aware of grapes. You eat a lot when you got kids. You're always worried about grapes. You got to cut them in half. Mm. So when I eat grapes now, I like to like you don't cut them in half. No, but I I like to put a ton into my mouth at once. I like to feel that sensation of all like you look like a chipmunk. Yeah, I put like eight in and crush them all at once. I get that big juicy blast. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm always like, oh, what if one slipped through? (laughs) What if one got past my juicy blast? Your kids can't save you. No, hopefully reaches around. (sighs) Oh, what would I do if I choked in front of my kids? Throw yourself onto a chair. A chair, a piece of furniture. Witness their father die. Look at this rounded table. We couldn't do anything here. No, you'd have to throw yourself over there. This place is a death trap. (laughs) It is. All right, so what food is tricky for you, and have you had to give someone the Heimlich, or did you give it? Call, call, crash, and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about uh, this Chicago Bears player, NFLer, who saved a guy from choking the other day. Uh, He saw him struggling in the restaurant, moved everybody out of the way like he was going in for a tackle and gave this guy the Heimlich. Says he's never given the Heimlich before. We know that there are foods that tend to be tricky uh, with some people. For Crash, it's bread. And uh, Crash, a lot of people say they get the hiccups or they choke on bread, right. too. Where, yeah. uh, we were at a restaurant the other day, I think, and I was choking on bread. Yeah. Uh, where were we? I forget. Uh, was it Joey's? It might have been, and you were eating a burger. Yeah, and, I was eating a burger, and, and, the and then I just pounded back like the, the bread off the burger yeah. for whatever reason. Then I started choking. <laughs> yeah, you can't eat bread. It's why. weird. Uh, this text says, Crash, I hiccup after eating bread as well. The other thing that really gets me is carrots. It makes getting them down dicey. I get scared. Interesting. Carrots. Carrots. So you're worried about choking on a carrot. Actually, I'll do that with uh, cauliflower. Cauliflower? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll like begin to choke with cauliflower. I don't know why. Now, the one here says steak is awesome, but it's tricky for me. <laughs> you got to chew it. You got to chew it all down. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, choking on a piece of steak I, would be horrifying. I think we've all had like a little piece of steak where... You didn't chomp. You didn't chomp on it too much, and you had like a clump going down, and it kind of hurts. And it hurts, and then you're like, yeah, oh, and you're God. like, oh no, and you're like, 
And you're like, oh, my breath. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a cat trying to get out a hairball. Because <laughs> you're trying to get that steak down? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy's on uh, sure. for here. Hey, Randy. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. All right. So you had a you had a situation where uh, you thought you were choking. Well, I didn't think I was choking, but my husband sure thought that I was. Oh no! Okay. So you weren't choking? No, I wasn't. Oh my god! So we were eating hot wings one day. Yeah. And it was really spicy, so I reacted to the spice. Oh yeah. And before I even had a chance to get a word out to say how spicy the chicken wings were, he had leaped over the table, (laughs) grabbed me. Started giving me the Heimlich maneuver, so I'm laughing, but I can't get a word. I can't get a sound out. Oh no! Because he's taking all my air away. But the more I'm laughing, the more he's thinking I'm struggling because I'm choking. <laughs> it was hilarious, and I have to say, like my husband is 250 pounds, and he's six foot seven. Oh, so he's yeah. a my big God. man. So he like nearly crushed my ribs. Yeah. So but every it was time hilarious. he's every time he's like reefing on you, you're just like I can't breathe, and he's like right. I'm saving you. <laughs> that was exactly it. It was a funny situation, and I couldn't even get out that I was laughing. Oh, and so it, man. Was, it was hilarious. Oh. It was pretty funny. I bet you guys had a good laugh together after uh, he figured out you weren't no. actually choking. No, he actually was really upset with me. He's like, don't ever do that again. You scared me. Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. We're talking about how Chicago Bears player Jarrell Freeman saved a man from choking on brisket. Uh, the other day, they were in the restaurant and he saw a guy stand up. Looked like he was searching for something or he was confused. Turns out he was choking. Mm-hmm. So Jarrell Freeman made his way through the crowd, grabbed that dude, did the Heimlich, which uh, now family is saying it's also known as the J thrust. The J thrust. So you go in and up. Oh, That's okay. what you guys need to remember. Yeah, in and up. Would you know how to actually do uh, it, though? Like I don't, I don't think I would. No, don't touch me. No, no, do it, okay. do it on me. I want to know if you can no. save me because I choke all the time. I okay. feel like I, I would... just had the best steak of my life, and now I'm choking. I will. <coughs> no, I'm going to hurt you. <coughs> Why do you grab my nipples? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, you perv? <laughs> Sorry. I figure that if I grab and tweak your nips... Mars has a new that, version of the J-thrust. <laughs> My version of the J thrust is making, um, making you, you uh, I guess, cough oh, while I, I squeeze your nipple. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. That was really weird. And now they rock hard again. Well, of course. I mean, if you're going to go down, you might as well go down. Go down feeling good? Feeling good. So if I'm dying, you're just going to make sure that I'm feeling good. Yeah, if I'm in a restaurant with you and if you're choking. (laughs) Mars is tweaking my nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, what is she doing? (laughs) Ma'am, he actually needs help. Tweak, tweak. (laughs) (laughs) Every Uh, every parent's sheltering their kids' eyes. Yes, they are. You do not need to look at this. true. Um, Let's go to uh, Dominique here. Sure. Um, did you choke on a particular food or what? Yes. Oh, um, what is it? It's rice. Rice? Rice? Yeah. I don't know. I'm a slow eater, but I guess with rice, maybe they just clump together and I always end up taking too much and it gets stuck in my throat. Oh, like you get like a ball of rice going down and then you choke? Yeah. 
Oh, oh my God. Did it ever get to the point where someone had to give you the Heimlich? No, thankfully not. Yeah. But I, I remember one time I was in a high school science class, and I'd never talked to anybody about it, so I thought it was just a common thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I brought it up. And everyone is just silent, just crickets in the room, like, uh, I think that's just a you problem. They're like, um, it's such a small food, how can you choke on this? Yeah. <laughs> do you, like, inhale it as you're eating it, maybe? I don't know, you know, I, I think it's just, it, it just all clumps together, and then next thing you know, there's just a ball in your throat, not going down. And oh, jeez. And then you look, like a, you look like a cat trying to get a hairball out. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Oh, no. Man. Oh, well, good luck on your uh, next uh, rice bowl that you eat. Thank you. No problem. Have Take a good morning. Yeah, you I too. Love the show. Oh, thanks so much, Donnie. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, the rice is dangerous. Once again, that's one that uh, when I eat, I inhale. So I get, like, it, fragments of rice flying down my she throat. She said it, it congeals, like, into, like, a like Yeah, a she rice gets ball. a rice ball, yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, last week I got Oreos caught in my throat. It actually ended up brushing and scraping my throat. <sighs> I saw someone uh, text a little bit earlier. They choked on a lifesaver. Oh, lifesavers can go down. Yeah. Easy. But that's why they have the little hole in there so you can breathe. No, that's not. Yeah, it is. That's the whole point of the lifesaver. No. Yeah, Google it. Guaranteed. No, that's a myth. No, it's not a myth. That's why the candy has a hole. If it gets lodged in your throat, you can still breathe. You can't breathe through the hole of a lifesaver. Yeah. You still get air through. Just is that why it's called a lifesaver? Yeah. Yeah, give it no. a Google there. Yeah. Can't look it up. Uh, let's go to uh, Jill on six here. Uh, particular food that you choked on? Uh, well, not me. So, well, my my food is pickles. I I can't eat pickles without choking. But what? I actually have a two times in three weeks story where I saved somebody from choking. Two different really? people. Yeah. yeah. We were out for dinner at this steak restaurant and and minding our own, and all of a sudden this woman's yelling to come and help her mom who's choking. And I'm oh like, my God. oh my god, this is like this is real. Like this is crazy. So it's. I ran over there and, and assisted, and, you know, she, she ended up doing most of the um, saving of herself, right? But yeah. gave her a few abdominal thrusts on that. And so it's like, so you get back to your table, and I'm like, well, I'm not hungry anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when we went to leave, this is actually really funny, went to leave, and she's outside smoking, and I'm like, choke or smoke, lady? Like, you're choosing your fate, right? So, <laughs> anyways, that was... Kind of funny about that story was I'm like, do I even know what to do if somebody's actually choking? Like I had taken first aid and and you read all about it, but so I actually went home and reviewed my book, my first aid book. Yeah, like just kind of review. Thank God, because then I'm at home alone with my daughter, and usually if I'm like with my kids, they're watching TV, and I'll go do my own thing. But it was just her and I at home, and so I'm sitting on the couch with her, and she's eating a sucker, and she was nine at the time, like yeah. she knows that. And she pulls the stick out, like it like shoots out, and she lurches forward and grabs her neck. And I'm like, oh my god, oh, oh my god, she's choking. Yeah. And I'm like panicking because now it's my own daughter. Yeah. But because of this like ad- event prior and reading, yeah, my you book refreshed and- how to do this. Yes. So oh. I like turned her over because she was nine, and you don't do kids like you do adults, right? Yeah. And I gave her some back blows, and this candy flies out of her mouth. And Whoa. I'm like, oh, my God. So I throw myself down on the couch after. I'm like, hey, I'm done. Like, I'm done with uh, with saving people. <laughs> <laughs>
text Crush and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, I'm not sure if you knew this, but many cities across Canada have bylaws that ask property owners to cut the grass next to their home. So oh, like, like the public property. Yeah, or face a penalty. Hmm. Um, Toronto, Winnipeg, and our own city, Edmonton, are a few of the municipalities that enforce this rule. What does that mean? If you skip out on maintaining a city-owned boulevard, mm-hmm. residents could face a fine or worse go to court. It's so weird, too, right? Because if you like dug it up and put a garden there, this city would freak out. But oh, they yeah, still right. expect you to maintain it. They expect you to maintain it. You know what? I didn't know this like if you until own, last night. Well, if you own a property like at the end of your street or you're like a, on the side of the street, you got your fence there, but there's still like four feet of grass. You oh, have to right. maintain yes. that. That's facing the road. You have to maintain that. Because a lot of times that's where like one of the super mailboxes is. Yeah. You have to maintain around the mailbox. <laughs> uh, you're expected to shovel around it. Right? You still have to, any sidewalk around your property too, you have to clean that. Hmm. Like all the way around, even if you're on a like a corner lot. Yeah, see, we don't have any city property that needs maintaining around you and me. No. Uh, I would dig it up and be like, no, mine. Just I, put a lawn chair on it? <laughs> yeah. Sit there and drink. Uh, Ginge, do you have a bull? Do you clean up? You're in a cul-de-sac, right? Yeah, I got a cul-de-sac. No, like, uh, there's the, yeah, there, I know what you're talking about, that weird space between, like, there'll be the sidewalk, and then there's grass on the other side of that yeah. sidewalk. Yeah, before the road. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the you whole thing. You that. Yeah. But you can't do anything with it. Right? Would you would you do something to it? What do you mean, like, like mess with it? Like booby <laughs> traps? Like, why, why are you so sinister? Would you do something to it? <laughs> Fill it with nails? <laughs> no, like put a hedge or something on it? Yeah, I mean, why? You're right. If you, I'd be like, I'm maintaining it. This is how garden. I want to maintain it. But the city will prune any trees that are on those boulevards. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's, that's true. not the homeowners. Yeah, they can prune my hedges. Well, one Winnipeg res- uh, resident is going through this kind of legal turf battle with the city. Uh, he says that he's been fined for not maintaining his boulevard yeah. in front of his place, and he says he isn't going to do it. He says it violates his rights and freedoms. Hmm. Uh, look at this text. My grass on my boulevard mysteriously died. <laughs> he sprayed it with weed killer. <laughs> Just yeah, round the, the roundup. Up. Yeah. Solved. Uh, yeah, well. Stefan's hanging on here. Sure. How you doing, Stefan? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, you uh, you actually got a warning from the city? Yes, a couple weeks ago. So my partner and I didn't have a lawnmower this year. Yeah. Rope. Okay. And we're like, oh, okay, well, the grass looks okay. Even though, like, when the nice breeze came, you could see it, like, flowing back and forth. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, when it goes across a nice field. Anyways, we got a notice from the city with, like, a 72 hours to fix the problem. Yeah. So we essentially had to, like, bore a mower, mow the grass, get it short and pretty looking. Yeah. I think it was one of our neighbors that reported us. Oh, like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> was that your yard or, like, the public uh, area? The, the Even the front little, like, where I parked my car, there's, like, four feet of grass and then the sidewalk. Yeah. And I think that's what they were mostly worried about, but my grass wasn't exactly, like, that short either. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, is they gave me this notice. It was dated for the 19th. I didn't get it in my mail till the 23rd, and they said I had 72 hours to mow my grass. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I guess so, they would just come cut it and then add it to your taxes as a bill, right? That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? 
Yeah, okay. so it would just be out of tier tax. I rent, so that'd be my landlord. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's great. Okay, thanks, Stefan. Thanks, Stefan. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I just pulled this up while Stefan was talking there. Uh, Edmonton homeowners mm-hmm. uh, are on the hook to cut grass to a reasonable length on the boulevard next to their property. Owners must also clean up leaves and prune the trees on the boulevard. Oh, whoa. The fine if you don't or if someone reports you, $250. Damn. That's for the city of Edmonton. Hmm. That's uh, I wonder how fast they come out and fix that stuff after they give you a warning. Because you'll see a city park that could use, you know, oh, yeah. some work. Yeah. And they let that slide. Well, we, yeah, we had that big problem with all the dandelions. Oh, yeah, yeah. And nobody could fields. find their soccer balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot wow. about that. Huh. Yeah, so it's a $250 fine. Oh, and Stefan, if, you, uh, if you're still around, it, even though you're renting, if there's a warning, your landlord gives that bill. Like if the, you're fined. Oh, and the landlord goes, uh, or it, the rental agreement, you yeah, get billed. It, you get billed. It oh. goes to you. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb, too. Once it's swaying like a sea of wheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be time. It might be time. <laughs> I want to maintain it. Yeah, there is a few. Like, I, I mean, we've lived next to a few people who were. Oh, yeah. You know, get, let it, they let it get a little out of control. I don't think we ever called bylaw, though. No. Uh, no. No, only on the tire fire. Yeah, the t- yeah, the big tire pile. When the tire pile and showed the, up. You narcs. The, well, no, we had like a tire pile and a logging yard yeah. <laughs> in front. <laughs> in like a, a very dense packed cul-de-sac. Yeah. We didn't need a tire pile and a the, logging yard. A camper that's leaking blood on the driveway. Because yeah. <laughs> he was the other It was the deer, deer hauler. Yeah, that was the only yeah. time. Uh, someone said, just prune the trees at the base and you're done. Oh, that's cutting it down. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Prune them at the base and round up. Yeah. Take that, city. Uh, people are saying that they were fine last year for not shoveling mm. uh, in the winter. Yeah, you do have to shovel. You've got to take care of that. Yeah. Yeah, the shoveling, well, I get that. Yeah. Another one here says people should cut words into those sections of the grass. Oh, no. On the boulevard, like F-bombs and oh, stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, you do have to maintain it, so just keep that in mind. All right, uh, Justin Bieber had to cancel his world tour. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Uh, There was initially, he said that he's been on the road for two years and he's done. Yeah. He says he loves his fans. Uh, He's sorry that he canceled the tour, but he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Which I get. That would suck. Now, yesterday, there was a rumor that was going around that that wasn't the reason why he canceled his tour. Oh, I've read this. Apparently... The rumor says that the reason why Justin Bieber canceled his the remainder of his tour is because he wants to start a church. Do you think he's going to go that route? Do you think he's going to go a little crazy? Well, I'm going to say that that's a horrible rumor. That can't be true. He's not starting a church. Like, he is a, he's a religious fella. He is a religious fella, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Well, but, he has like a cross tattoo. I don't know if that... Well, no, he's he's pretty and religious. On his oh, Instagram and stuff, oh, yeah. He's, yeah, oh, yeah. he's very religious. He's, uh, I think he's he does practice Christianity. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it would go to the point of him starting his own, like, Church of Bieber. Or, it would... Or, um, do you believe? No, it would be called um, the Purpose Church. What? Because his tour was called Purpose World Tour. Wow. Now, he was asked about it, and uh, some people are saying that his answer was too vague. To me, he basically said, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, but everyone really read into but it? But other people yeah. are saying that uh, because he has rededicated his life to Christ, mm-hmm. he wants to, um, I guess, share that with all of his fans, and so that he might, yeah. Uh, on his Instagram bio, Justin links to a sermon by a Miami pastor. Mm. 
And yeah, that's the rumor. Would you join the church of Bieber? <laughs> Justin Bieber. If he wants to uh, start a church, you know, good for him. Yeah. Do what you like. He wants to dedicate himself to the Lord. Uh, fill your boots. But I think he should, like, give it a bit until... Because things will eventually wane for Justin Bieber. They do for every star. Yes. Like, the iron's still pretty hot right now. Yeah. Like, make that money, son. Yeah. Oh, like, right? when, when right? he's, like, washed up, like... Yes. Uh, like Nick Carter or whatever? Yeah, give it like yeah. another Nick decade or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then like yeah, then that. it's church time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Just make your money, make yeah. your music, write your songs. Yeah. Find the Lord later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it turns out that Justin Bieber might not have time to start his own church. Uh, and I don't want anybody to panic. But I saw this yesterday, and apparently a lot of people think the world is going to end on August the 21st. Oh, my God, another so date? That's next month. Of 2017? Yeah. Oh, I got to spend all my money. Yeah, spend all your money. Um, Justin Bieber, maybe he needs to start that church. You got to join it. Oh, yeah. Enjoy it for about uh, four weeks. Mm -hmm. Because people are getting pretty alarmed about next month's solar eclipse. And a lot of people are on YouTube and on Insta. And they are convinced that it might be the end of the world. Apparently, it has to do with Satan or asteroids. That's what I got out of it yesterday. Satan asteroids? <laughs> yeah. Basically, people are throwing in every conspiracy theory you can imagine. It is amazing that some people actually get riled up over this, right? Well, I think the solar had, eclipse We have so really, many dates. Really screws with people, too. Mm-hmm. Well, the sun disappears. Yeah. Like, even though you know scientifically what's going on, yeah. I think a lot of people still think there's a mystic level to it, when really there's not. No. Like, the sun's going to disappear for maybe, what, four seconds? No, I think it's a lot... Because it's got a, like, the... It's like four days, I think. It, yeah, it's a long time. Oh, my God, we're going to die. It's like a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's a week. Good, is it? No. Most of August, it's gone. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it's, it's like an wither. hour. Uh, yeah, it, it goes by. <laughs> this is when all gingers come out. Yeah. <laughs> Our you take time. over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, everyone's going to be okay. Yeah. We hope. Uh, but there is a solar eclipse that goes down August the 21st. It does make its path um, diagonally across the U.S. and the United States, which will basically cut the sun in half. It, the sun will... It, okay, so nobody panics. James, don't look at me like that. Well, the sun isn't being cut in half. The sun is remaining intact. Just its light will be cut in half. Here's the plan. But, you know, with space, things get weird up there. Yeah. It, well, yeah. I like the photo of your eclipse you put on the app there. Just so you know. We're all going to die. No, this this not, is what NASA put out. That is not the eclipse. That's NASA's that official a, release of the eclipse <laughs> next month. That is a nuke. Which is basically what an eclipse is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that looks like a, the world's worst nuke. What if it, one day that sun's not coming back? We don't know when. Yeah. yeah. One day that moon will pass over, and when it's finished, it's past, there'll just be nothing there. Mm -hmm. well, then what? Then that's the end of the society. So you're saying August 21st. No, but it, the light's coming back. <laughs> is what you're hoping. This is how this is how this started. Now everyone's freaking out now. No, you guys, it's, you'll be fine. You'll right. enjoy a solar eclipse, and we'll all go to work the next yeah, time. Don't hoard money and guns. <laughs> like, it'll, be, it'll be fine. <laughs> about it. All right, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but I thought this was interesting. You know when you go to Starbucks mm. and they write your name wrong on your cup? Yeah. And you get mad, so what do you do to get even? Well, you do what everyone else does. You take a picture of it and you post it on social media. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, there's a new study that's out that says that Starbucks asks its employees to purposely write your name wrong. Spell it incorrectly. Oh, so, because people immediately run to social media and they're like, ugh, look yes. at what they did. But yeah. it's 
actually free advertising. Free advertising. Oh, Those oh that is smart. It is, isn't yeah. it? So that's what they're doing. So I guess this company went through and found other ways in which you are secretly being duped. Mm-hmm. There's maybe a subliminal message in some other businesses. So Starbucks, they write your name wrong, so you put it on social media. Uh, here's other things that some companies will do that they found out. You know when you go to a fancy restaurant, you look at the menu and there's no dollar sign? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it'll just say, like, you know, like carb, like, I don't know, like some great pasta. Yeah. And then next to it, it just says 28. Well, there's a reason why they're dropping the dollar sign on the menu. It's not simply because you're at a fancy restaurant to look chic Mm -hmm. or minimalist. Oh, I thought it's a fancy place. No, (laughs) it's because if you don't see a dollar sign or if you don't hear the word dollar, you will spend up to 10% more. What? Because you don't equate that to money? That's exactly it. Oh. So you just see like awesome pasta, 28. Hmm. Versus see. with the little dollar or, sign. Yeah, or you'll yeah. see this like lovely bottle of like a Tempranillo wine. Mm. And you'll see 54. Get to? wonder why they dropped the dollar sign. That's why. I thought it was just a fancy thing to do. If you have a dollar <laughs> sign or if you say the word dollar on yeah. your menu, you will, you will be more conservative with what you spend. Makes sense. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, also, when it comes to um, spending your money at a store... And I, I didn't, I've never seen this done, but I don't know if people do it, but in retail, uh, if I mimic your gestures, you'll spend more money with me. What do you mean? So as I'm a car salesman, let's mm-hmm. say, Ugh. for example, yeah. and you and I are wheeling and dealing on a car mm-hmm. and you wipe your face or like, let's say you move your hair like that. Yeah. If I do that after you do it, you'll trust me more and I've, I'll be able to get more money out of you. No. That's yeah. all car salesmen right now are taking notes. They're like, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Yeah, uh, research shows that if a salesperson imitates your gestures, you are more likely to buy what I what that person is selling. Were you told to do this when you were working in uh, retail? Oh, God, no. It was oh. just a clothing store. They oh. were happy we showed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were all like 17, 18 guess, years yeah. old. Yeah. They just wanted, but apparently, like, good salesmen yeah. know to mimic your gesture. Wow. To a point. To a point. Because if you start, you know. Crash gets pretty excited when he's car shopping. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. This car is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> is it a pro? Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. It's like me in front of Dino Life again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and one last one here for the way in which maybe you might be duped is that there is not, it is not an accident that grocery stores are often laid out the way that they are. Uh if they put things at the front door, so you know when you walk into your grocery store oh, yes. and you see like like a sale on like delicious chips mm-hmm. or cookies yeah. or pastries, uh, that is called focus or laser marketing. Mm-hmm. You will buy it. Mars definitely falls for this. Yeah. This is me walking into a grocery store. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll come in. Yeah. We're going into like superstore. Doritos are on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must have. Yeah. yeah, that's literally what I do. Well, you did this uh, uh, for Canada Day because we had a bunch of people yes, coming over for uh, Canada Day. And yeah. like a week prior, Superstore had all their stuff set up. It was we awesome. We walked into the front doors. Mara's like, oh, my God, I need these. 
I need these. Yes. So we have literally Canada 150 everything. <laughs> yeah, I've got plates. I've got napkins. I've got uh, cozies, beer cozies. So the next yeah. Canada 150, you guys are ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, go. we got it. I like that giant tower of random product when you first walk Me in. Like too. I like a nice high, like three-story tower, mm. pop, chips, whatever. If you stack it, I'll buy it. <laughs> I like it high and I like it wide. Why wouldn't really? you like that? When the, orders were, uh, when the orders were in the playoff, I remember walking into one grocery store mm. and they had their pop ca- yes. cases. Oh, yeah, they're all laid out yeah. with the orders. Logo they in were it. laid out with the Oilers logo, or it said "Go Oilers, Go." Yeah, and right away I'm like, I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> Must I buy. need thirty thousand cokes. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Do they hire like outside help for those? I always wonder because those are well done when they. I think it's a when they put an image like in the pop display. Yeah, I don't think it's the cashiers doing that. You don't think I it's think some it's, stock boy? No, I don't think so. With no, the talent, he, he would probably write some profanity in that. You think it's like a like a product marketing. placement marketing person? Comes oh, in for sure. Yeah. Uh, someone said. Uh, uh, this is why casinos give you credits in the slots and not a dollar amount. Because you can toggle your machines, majority of them. Holy crap. Credits and dollars, absolutely. So you're just losing credits. Right? Yeah, you're not so losing I lost dollars. 20 credits. Yeah, big deal. Oh, that's brilliant. Thanks I just lost 50,000 credits tonight. No bigs. <laughs> can I remortgage through credits? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. It makes sense. Yeah, I just thought that was uh, an interesting list. I'm hmm. um, one last one here for you guys this morning. You know that's um, that's saying that money uh, can't buy you happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a new study is out that shows that actually money can buy you happiness and credits. So, and credits. So stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Researchers at Harvard Business School wrapped up a study of almost 4,500 people that found that money can and does, in fact, buy you happiness. Well, of course. And it can do so even if you aren't rich. Uh, the study found that paying someone to do unenjoyable daily tasks to give you more free time will make you significantly more satisfied with your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot us a text right now. Uh, what In the last year, what have you paid someone to do that you didn't want to do? Okay. Right? I get... Because Jim, you guys, pay. I'm stubborn, so I don't really pay many people. Yeah, we don't have like we don't have all of the luxuries that oh, you and okay. Rachel. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't, like we go clean on. our own home. <laughs> we clean our own cars. There's a number. Oh of yeah, things. you had the car cleaner. Oh yeah. yeah. What did you we guys really, buy? But you we, had the car cleaner go to your house. Yeah, we've really uh, <laughs> come to enjoy the finer things. In my life. <laughs> we all knew the money could buy. Like that was just something we told the right? poor to make them feel better, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there is an odd joy. I don't think that I don't think the joy is in paying someone like feeling like you know like here do this for me. Yeah, it is like that. Just like not having to do it, like problem solved. Yeah, like get rid yes. of a chore. You yes, don't want to worry just about giving it. me more time. You're literally buying time back. Because yeah. what was a cool thing you guys you guys had someone come to your home? Yeah, and clean your cars. Yeah, you didn't have to take the car to them. I didn't even know that existed. Me neither. Oh, you pay for it, but it exists. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's nice because even if you take the car to the detail shop, you're not detailing it, but it's still yeah. Someone else is you're doing still it. sitting there while they do it. Yeah, you're still sucking up your time. Yeah. You pay, yeah. Yeah, but you can just have someone go to your house and yes. do it. Fantastic. Yeah, and it would suck to kind of bundle up three kids and have to go yes. to Bubbles or whatever, right, to get your car detailed. Uh, tons of people saying uh, house cleaner. Hands down, house cleaner is top. Uh, pedicures? Oh, okay, yeah, there's one that I do. Manicure, pedicure. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Um, I do it myself. This one says, I pay a guy 50 bucks every two weeks to mow my lawn. I also own a $500 lawnmower. <laughs> I treat them well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get to use my fancy lawnmower. Yeah. That's good. What What if you don't hire someone? Because I currently don't have staff like Ginge. Oh. Uh, but but um, if you could, like, if you could hire somebody to do one thing for you in your home, what would it be? 
I see the I saw the house cleaner coming in a lot, and yeah. the same way we did it. We got it because when Rachel was pregnant and we had a little one, mm-hmm. it was just like you know a lot for her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was you know tired too, right? Yeah, so sure. that's when we got a house cleaner, and then it's just like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, we did have one for, I had one for a while. Uh, yeah, we had one for a while, oh. and it was great. But we found that we would always like pre-clean because I didn't want to be judged. That's when it's nice because we're pretty friendly with ours, so she knows. So you can just leave them. Yes, you know, because it's like family. (laughs) Sorry, I left the toilet loaded. (laughs) We're friends. It's okay. (laughs) Give it a flush before you open the lid. Yeah, why not? Uh, Yeah, more cleaning. Uh, Oh, this one. Uh, Yeah, I'm actually doing because I've fallen really behind on everything. Uh, Taxes. From Kim. She says, yeah. I hate doing that. So taxes are the worst. Get someone else to deal get with Get someone it. else to do it. I agree. Someone comes in to thread Jada's eyebrows. Good for you, Jada. Hate dealing with my furry cali- caterpillars, so someone else does it. Nice. Really? That's fancy. I didn't know oh, someone I, would do I don't that. like dealing with any hair. I'd rather somebody else deal with it. Uh, more cleaners. Someone just wants to pay someone to do their job. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, too. Yeah. That'd be nice, too. Window washing. Yeah, window washing would be a good one. It's like the, the outside kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, in sports, Toronto Blue Jays played uh, yesterday. They won again. 4-1 was the final score over the Oakland A's. If you want to check them out in action again, they play today, uh, same time, just after 5 o'clock. The pitch goes out. Alrighty, it's going to be a hot day today, hot for the next couple of days. We are, in fact, under a heat warning. 29 degrees under sunny skies for the high today. It is 725, and we're sitting at 14. Good morning. like these conversations because they're like little snapshots into everyone's life. Oh, absolutely. Which is kind of cool. And this is your chance to brag as well. Uh, We're talking about what would you pay somebody to do? Mm -hmm. Or what are you currently paying someone to do for you? And you know what? Don't feel shame or embarrassed. If you're paying somebody to basically run your life for you, I want to know. Right? And I Good know, on you. I want to know who's doing it and how much you're paying. Them. And you know what? A lot of times, uh, you don't even need to be making a lot of money because mm. you just see value in your time. Of course. So if you can scratch together a little bit of extra cash to get someone to do something for you, yeah, to alleviate some stress or time on your hand, yeah, then fantastic. Uh, Danielle says I would pay someone to come and put the duvet cover back on the duvet after oh, I wash it. That is the, the worst. worst. It is the worst. Right? Why? Yeah. Why? Who? Who even invented a duvet cover? Terrible idea. Yeah, I know, right? right? Like, just oh, it is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here says, in grade 12, I worked two jobs. I fell behind in my math. I paid my friend to do all of my math books. I graduated high school. Oh, yeah. There you go. Pay a friend to do your work for you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin's on for here. How are you doing, Caitlin? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. All right. So do you currently pay someone to do uh, a certain task in your life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Walmart has this beautiful thing that they just started doing. Yeah. You pay $3. And as long as your order is $50 or more, they will pick your groceries for you. And then There's a couple places pick, that do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you pick a pickup time, and normally I show up like 10, 20 minutes early, and they are ready for me the minute I pull into the parking lot. So with Walmart, though, that's handy because does anyone really enjoy going into Walmart? No. Not really. So you can pick, can you pick uh, like throughout the entire store or just grocery? So right now it's grocery, beauty, child, and pet. But they are working on getting into more other items that they have in the store as well. Oh, that's fantastic! In, in the app and stuff like that, you can actually like if you want like 
I ordered spring pans. I figured they were just going to pick, like, go in, grab them, and then hand them to me. No, they actually shipped them to me. Oh, wow. Because of my order of already more than $50, yeah. I didn't have to pay the shipping and handling on the pans being sent to me. Hey, that's handy. I am yeah. totally doing this. Right? It, it's phenomenal. Like, it makes my life so much easier. Because realistically, it's saving you probably at least an hour, right? At least. And then on top of that, like, they bring it out so you can bag it however you want. Oh, that is perfect. Or you can just literally throw it in your trunk and leave. Yeah, literally. I've seen people do it all the time. It's ridiculous. But it's so great. I like that. I I would worry, though, that uh, because, like, me and Mars, we don't have kids. Would people judge us? I don't care. I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Caitlin. I don't have kids. I'm 23 years old. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that is a That's great, great idea. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that. No problem. Have a good one, guys. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Um, with the... Uh, uh, we're talking about um, if the things you would pay someone to do. Yeah, I want to know what you're paying people to do. Just to save time. Yeah. You don't really feel like doing it. Uh, someone said moving. They oh, definitely yeah. will pay movers with, versus moving it themselves. Without a doubt. I have moved a number of times, and I find moving to be very stressful. And I find it to be, um, I don't know, depressing. Oh, I don't know why. Just because you're looking at your life, and you're like, look at what a mess it is. There's nothing you know, good about that. There's nothing good about it. So pay a mover if you can. Every time. Uh, this text here says, I pay for lawns, my lawn to be done, mm-hmm. my windows, vacuuming, groceries, <laughs> car washing, gas fill-ups, oil change. What? What do you mean you pay someone You pay someone to fill your tank? Yes. they've. Yeah, they will only go to a full-service gas station. Oh. Uh, on the flip side, though, this person says, I get paid to cook, I clean washrooms, kitchen, I do laundry, and mm. I run errands. Oh, that's a good point. If that's your job, you don't want to go home and do it. Oh, no, that's... I think she's just married. That's... Oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Okay, she, okay, okay. Gotcha. She might pay with the sex. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Lynn's right at the top sure. here. How are you doing today, Lynn? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. All right. Uh, some of us are dreaming on uh, certain things that you'd pay people to do. Uh, what's your big dream? My big dream is to have somebody do my daily commute. Oh. What's my, it? I live in Leduke. My husband works in Edmonton. Yeah. We have uh, 10 children, five of which are at home. Oof. And two of oh. the kids go to school in Edmonton. Yeah. So during the school year, I am driving, plus activities, sports, that kind of stuff. So I do about eight trips to and from Edmonton every single day. Plus, I have a full-time nursing job. Oh, man. Oh, Lynn. How do you sound so chipper? (laughs) Um, Coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Teetering on that edge. Until until about 8 a.m., and then it's a little bit more. Oh, okay. Then then there's some shouting. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's just more than coffee. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, uh, uppers are good. Right, I mean, you, yeah. you got to stay awake. You, you got to keep gotta, going. Yeah, I can't believe you do that much driving. That's a lot of driving. Oh, I I bought um I bought a brand new truck two years ago. Yeah, and they're brand new. Like there were three kilometers on it when I bought it. Yeah, I now have over a hundred thousand k. It's two wow. Years old. Jeez, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if, if somebody wants to do my driving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check the text and nope, Lynn, no takers. Lynn is hiring though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Call Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. See, people are uh, texts like this roll in. It says people are getting so lazy. It's uh, not a matter of being it's lazy. Not having time. Everyone's running out of time because yeah, they're time. cramming so much in the day. If you can take one thing off your plate and pay someone to do it, what would it be? Or maybe you're already doing it. Let us know what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I the grocery think, thing, especially like if you've got kids, you don't want to drag your kids to the grocery store. What's one thing that we could take off our plate? Uh, I would. Okay. The, this is the following. I, would, uh, <laughs> I said one thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got a list. I would like somebody to uh, clean, fold, and put away my laundry. Mm-hmm. I would like somebody to organize my closet. Uh, I would like somebody to um, clean, obviously, mm. uh, like kitchen, toilets, etc. Yeah. Uh, I would like somebody to. I don't want to do any gardening, or I just want nice gardens. Mm-hmm. It's tough to get someone to come in our house and clean now I after know. Mars's pub 1905 incident. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, um, you're that lady on the radio, right? No, no. I should have, Sorry, you know we're what? I should have never told that story. <laughs> we were at an event last night. Yeah, when Ginge Fest. Ginge Fest yeah. went down last night at the Denizen, and we were giving away some Ed Sheeran tickets, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, at the Down Families, we were having some drinks. And out of nowhere, someone who I've never met before, was like, hey, you Mars? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how nervous is the Denizen having you here? <laughs> Best comment ever. I should have never have told that story. I regret it. It wasn't me. I didn't destroy the toilets on Jack's As soon as is heading to the washroom, all management is looking at each other like, let's go check. <laughs> Someone's waiting out the door for me. No, it oh, wasn't yeah. me. It was someone else. <laughs> I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do uh, Beverly on two here. Sure. We're talking about the uh, the chores and just like certain things that you pay people to do in your life to save you time. Uh, Beverly is here. How you doing, Beverly? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, what do you pay someone to do? Well, when I lived in Fort Mac, I used to pay a lady to come in twice a day to walk my dog. Oh. Cost me around six hundred bucks a month. Six hundred wow. a month. You know what yeah. though? I get it. I'd pay it because how many times a day did they walk your pup? Twice. Yeah, yeah. Twice they would go in. They would let the dog out, go to the bathroom, kind of thing, right? So, but no, they take her, take her Walks. to the dog park, walk her. But you know, you when you live up there, it's a twelve-hour shift and a two-hour commute. Yeah, yeah. You don't have time. Yeah. Well, it's my baby. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And doggo needs to walk and, yeah. and have fun. And when you move back to town here, were you like, oh my god, I still need this dog walker? No, I I actually live on acreage, so I just let oh him. yeah, <laughs> open the door, run. Yeah, be, see you later. Be free. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks That's for awesome. sharing that, Beverly. Thanks. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Yeah, I get that. Um, I'm not a dog owner, but I, if I was, I would pay. Like right now, if I had a dog at home, there'd yeah. be somebody going in to to walk the dog. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I get that. I totally get that. Uh, Ginge, what do you currently pay uh, people to do? <laughs> Besides, <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> 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 Isn't everything? No, right now, all we we have someone, we have a, a lovely lady who cleans for us uh, occasionally. <laughs> yeah. And we love her. Which and is she fantastic. does a great job. And yeah. that's, I think that's all that's on, like, the payroll. We did have that's someone. payroll. We did have someone once come by to do, like, the detail the cars. That sounds a lot worse than it yeah. was. And we've had, we've had people in to clear some trees in the yard. Okay, that's that's fine. And were I, they dead or you you just didn't like them? Yeah, I didn't like list those trees. <laughs> okay. No, there was dead stuff. Dead stuff they needed to like clean it out. I don't have like a trailer to haul that stuff away. Oh, okay, yeah. I would like uh, someone to do my weeds. 
It's I not, hear you. It's not that intensive, but I just I see him out my window, and I, I don't want to go pull him, but I just <laughs> I just want him gone. Yeah, I you hear just you. Stare out your window. They weigh on you, right? Yeah. I think like a, a lot of landscaping companies will do yard maintenance. Yeah, I would they imagine will. they would do that. I do have a little pride in mow. I don't want them to come and mow. I know. I wouldn't let anyone touch. I just my want grass. them to come and uh, pluck those Bucket. pesky weeds. Yeah, like what rip you, your weed beds apart. How are your guys' feelings on a personal chef? Oh well, come on. I think everyone would want that. We did for a time. <laughs> We did one of those, like, prepared meals things. We got a lot of kids. We don't have time for these yeah. things. <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. Well, you had the uh, the produce dropped off, too, didn't you? We, yeah, there was a stretch last summer where we did the, like, organic box delivery thing. Yeah. I was trying it to keep it healthy. Ah, you know, it wasn't the best. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the convenience of it. You never knew what you are going to get. Yes. But that was it. You never knew what you are going to get. Never knew. Did they give you, like, stuff that you didn't eat? And they'd miss out on the... Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, you know, like the weird stuff? You pass by on the yeah, produce section. Like, that lettuce? Yeah, like, no you, thanks. You pick it, though. So, Rach was picking it. You pick it, but then if they don't have what you want, they substitute. They substitute. Oh, they substitute. Okay. With gross stuff. Yeah. Like carrots. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Organic things. Yeah, weird. Uh, do another one here. Jackie's hanging on. How you doing, Jackie? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Doing great. All right, so you actually uh, pay for someone to do something for you, right? Yes, I do. Well, I live out of town, and I commute into Edmonton every day, so it's kind of a long drive, lots of time spent on the road, right? Yeah. So I don't have a lot of time to do stuff at home, so I have somebody come clean my house. I do the grocery order thing, but the best thing I've ever paid for is somebody to come and clean up the dog poop in my yard. Oh! Without a doubt. I don't own a dog, but if I did, I'm not touching it. No. You need somebody to come and clean your cat litter boxes for you. That's oh, what that I need. Would, that would be, that would be great. That yeah. would be so great. <laughs> How often do the uh, dog poo people come in? Well, I mostly I get them to come in the spring to do the the winter cleanup. You know when it's oh, yeah. really gross. Yeah, but for sure. Other than that, it's like maybe once a month. You know, it's not too bad in my yard. But, yeah. Uh, to get that really good clean in the springtime is fabulous. Oh, I bet, yeah. Because that would just be nasty as the snow melts. You're like, oh, it really is. Yeah. And we have four dogs, so it's really great. You just close the blinds in the backyard. You're like, I ain't looking at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not until the poop collectors come. Yeah, but that's a good one, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know that really existed. The poo, oh, yes. poo collectors. You betcha. Yeah. Oh, great one. Okay, thanks, Jackie. You're welcome. Bye. Text Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. Uh, that heat warning is in effect for today and is expected to last right through until... Uh, Friday, so just keep in mind it is going to be hot for the next couple of days. If you're working outside, make sure you stay cool. Uh, do not leave persons or pets inside a closed vehicle either. And they're saying apply sunscreen because it's not going to be cloudy. It's oh, you know, ginger's going to be hiding for a week. Yeah, ginger's going <laughs> to be sunshine. That's right. Uh, anybody who has any pre-existing uh, lung, heart, kidney, nervous system, mental health, diabetic conditions, they're saying you know watch you know watch them in the heat as well. Heat stroke and heat exhaustion are possible at the temperatures that we're going to be reaching. So just keep that in mind. All right. We were just talking about what would you pay people to do. And then I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, there's a new company that's entering Edmonton. It's called GoFetch. Uh, the company is out of Vancouver. And its latest startup is right here. What is it? It's a growing market for matching dog owners with sitters using the Airbnb model. So it's oh. Airbnb for dogs. Oh, that's fun. I think that's great. I guarantee that's probably going to be really popular, right? Yeah. 
The pet industry is already a billion-dollar industry. That's nowhere near maturity yet. And uh, they say that the technical side, mm-hmm. so uh, like apps for animals, Airbnbs for animals, etc., is very low right now. Hmm. So you're going to see an increase of that. So it's for you book it, someone will come to your house and take your dog or your pet and I deal with I think you it. drop the dog off. Oh, okay. So I find an Airbnb for my dog yeah. here in Edmonton. I drop it off and then the dog can stay. There was a uh, startup business I saw. I think it was in the Maritimes. A, uh, a young dude, I think he went to school. He got like a business degree and whatever. And he's yeah. like, you know what people need? Uh, people need someone to go physically into your home, Yes. grab your animal, yes. and bring the animal to the vet. Right? It was the perfect, and he said he's just oh my God. with people. I bet. So I'm going to open a franchise here and uh, trademark. Yeah, tra- <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah, right, though. Because the vets, anytime you get a vet appointment, it's always at, like the worst possible time. Yeah, and if you're working, you know, like an eight to five or yeah. whatever, you're like, oh, I got to take a day off or a couple hours yeah, off. You, or- you book this guy. He's got a van that's equipped to handle your animals. Cool. And he picks up your animal, literally goes to your house, opens your door, grabs your pet, brings a pet to the vet. What a great idea. Waits while you're doing the vet visit and sure. then comes back. And gets great. all the paperwork yep. and all the everything that yeah, you need done at the idea. vet. Yeah. That is a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, trademark, by the way, Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. All right, there's been a lot of debate about infill uh, here in the city. Mainly, a lot of it was is over lot splitting and skinny homes. But for whatever reason, this house is in the news. It's got all of its permits. And it's ready to go, uh, but it's blowing people away because usually when you think about infill, you generally think of like the traditional method, right? Where you split the older, larger lots to yeah. make way for some smaller you homes. put like a duplex on it or something. Well, there's one project in the South Edmonton neighborhood that is turning ads for exactly the opposite reason. Um, there is a massive, massive home being built in the Malmo Plains air, uh, neighborhood. What's different about this infill development is that the single family home (laughs) (laughs) is being built on two 50 foot lots. It is huge. Yeah, it's massive. It looks like a house you see in Upper Windermere. It's and like, like you know when you go driving through with yeah. your car with a blown out exhaust and looking at those homes. Yeah, those are the homes. A- That's what it is. Apparently, this home has underground parking and an underground car wash. <laughs> so they're saying that it's quite unusual. I'm gonna say it's probably. I don't know if you have details on it, but I'm guessing maybe five thousand square feet, if not more. I'm just looking. I don't know if I have a square footage, guys. It takes up two lots. It's huge. They now, got the permit to build one oh house yeah. on two lots. Yeah. They, they bought I, both lots. They said that they did everything, you know, that uh, needed to be done. They they let everybody in the neighborhood know that this was being built. Nobody contested it. I'm going to put a picture on Snapchat. That thing's a beast. The neighborhood dates back to the early 1960s, and the majority of homes in that area are bungalows. Uh, infill began in Edmonton in late 2014, and there has been some concerns. Here's the thing, though, is that a lot of the cities have no control over lot consolidation. It's under the province's jurisdiction. Oh, and the so, province is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, so you and I can go buy two homes, blow down the bungalow. Yeah. And if we've got the plans to build a home with a uh, <laughs> underground car wash, which is awesome. That is fantastic. As long as no one contests it, you'll probably be permitted for it. Yeah, if you're not breaking any rules. Yeah, I, right? You're just doing what you got to do. Okay, I just threw it on Snapchat there. Um, do you think these guys or girls will be the most hated on the block? I don't know if they'll be the most hated. I, 
I think people will pay attention like, to it, though. There's, like, tiny little, like, wartime homes beside yeah. it, and then this giant thing. Uh, Ginge, is your neighborhood an older neighborhood? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. it's like the 80s. The, and these ones, I think these ones are the 60s. These are the, the 60s, yeah, mostly bungalows. If someone blew down a couple of homes next to you and put this monster up, would you be... Jealous? So jealous. So jealous, <laughs> yeah. So jealous, right? Apparently the house is uh, 6,600. 6,600 square feet? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Does anybody know who is behind the project? Like, it's it's Because it's a massive project. It's probably a mill and a half. If not more If not crash. more. Oh, yeah, car wash. What do you think that does for homes around it? Do, are they more expensive now because... I'm going to say they up, it ups. I would does imagine it? it ups the value. Or do they look much, much worse now? No, Next I to would the say... shining diamond. <laughs> Well, they definitely look worse, but the <laughs> yeah. property itself, the value of the property, I think, would go up because maybe down the line, like 20 years from now, that neighborhood will be like a Upper Windermere because a lot of people just buy these old homes, blow them down, blow and put down up giant ones. I put up a picture of the houses that used to be on those two lots, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can hardly tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Very equivalent in size. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, the application was approved. Builders brought the plan, knocked door by door, seeking response from the neighborhood. Notifications were sent out uh, with the variances once they were approved. It is a gorgeous home. Yeah, no one appealed, so the project was given the go-ahead. Mm-hmm. And now I guess it's just getting... People are attention. screaming, it has a car wash in the basement. <laughs> it has, yeah, it has a car wash in the basement. Mm. Like, uh, if there's, like, some old sketchy house that's been really run down, I'm all for infill, right? Yeah, oh, for sure, like yeah. Like, if, if the houses are, like, old pieces of junk that it's not worth putting money into, absolutely. There's a lot of gorgeous infill homes. Yeah, I think, too, as long as the home fits. Now, yeah, if it fits the lot. If it fits the lot. Like, if it's if you're building, or if you're able to get approved where it's, like, house is almost right on your property line, which I've seen, and mm-hmm. it looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Um most people that are, that were in the article said that they just want good neighbors. As long as the people are good. Yeah. And, you know, they're not, you know, jerks. You may lose, because it was like a bungalow community, it looks like. And yeah. this is a two, three-story. <laughs> You're going to lose some, uh, some sun. Somebody will, right? In their yard? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sure. someone's going to lose out. Well... This text here says, well, not on my block within my neighborhood. We've got a house like that. We're mostly all single-level bungalows from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is this monstrosity, a two-level, taking up almost the whole yard house. It looks so out of place. Uh, the only thing that I'm glad is that they are on a different block. And that's just it. When your house, it, like when, the, when it looks too big for the lot. It looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. It looks awful. Like in this situation, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a gorgeous home. It's yeah. massive, uh, but it really looks out of place. Oh, the now family got to the bottom of who owns it. Oh, who is it? <gasps> Do they own a company in town? Uh, they don't own a company in town. They won the lotto. Uh, no, apparently it's a big-time lawyer. Oh, if I won the lotto, I'd de-bag out too. <laughs> it's a big-time lawyer. Big-time lawyer, yeah. Oh, can you say it? Is that rude? Who's the lawyer? John Douglas Kennedy MacDonald. <gasps> That's a long name. I hope it's Is right. the whole law firm in there? <laughs> yeah. He's moving the law firm. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing that's the law firm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time lawyer. Uh, people are now posting pictures. They're like, my house is still bigger. <laughs> They're 66. posting pictures of their home. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that would be... I don't want to go back to the car wash again, but if your neighbor had a car wash in his basement, that'd be very Well, I'd want to be best friends. Are you opening that up? Um, the neighborhood? Yeah. If the neighbors are a little upset, sure. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? 
Periodically, yeah. If I'm home, sure. Take your car in the car wash. You go in through the front garage then? Is that how you get down there? Yeah, you'd probably drive down. Cool. An elevator, maybe. Oh, oh cool. <gasps> now right. it's like a five million dollar home. Yeah, oh, this guy's the best. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we love him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are saying that they have also heard a rumor that the owner of the big home owned and lived in one of the houses, and the house next door to him was deteriorating. Oh, so he bought the property. Oh, and then built his whole house on both those properties. Oh, so he's been in the neighborhood for so, yeah, so X amount of years already. Well, yeah. that's hold on. Now there must have been a house in between the house he blew down. Which we I put a picture of. It's like an old yeah. 1960s, yeah. 1200 square foot bungalow. Yeah, and this thing. Oh yeah, he had he his current house home. next door. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's you don't jump from that house to this house. Well, that's true. Yeah, if he's living in like some old home, I'm sure he's owned that land for a while, planning this. Uh, right, right. I'm gonna say he had a rental, and then the other one came up for sale. He bought it, and he's like, blow him down. He was just biding his time. Yeah. Yeah, to build he, his castle. He wouldn't live in that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> exactly. All right, off to Manitoba we go for this next story, where police say that they pulled over an impaired driver cruising down the street to get smokes from a nearby gas station. Mm. Now you're probably thinking, okay, Mars, this is just an impaired driving story. Who cares? Uh, well, it turns out the 41-year-old man and his 39-year-old girlfriend... Uh, were heading out on the highway on a John Deere riding lawnmower. Oh, no. When they were stopped by police. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was drunk, and he told police that he felt he was, quote, being responsible by not driving a car. <laughs> is this still classified motorized vehicle? Absolutely it yeah. is. Yeah, he was arrested for impaired driving. Charges are pending. Mm-hmm. Uh, RCMP now want to remind all Canadians that it is illegal to operate any motor vehicle while impaired. That includes ride and lawnmowers. Yeah, I've shared that story. We had uh, a guy that was squatting at the end of our road yeah. on government land, old Harry. Harry. His house was ran off a generator. Yes. He loved his booze, and he drove his tractor over to our house. He was loaded. And just went off the driveway right into the bush. Oh, no. And took out the bush and then passed out on the steering wheel while the giant tires are digging. It's like, tuck, 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 and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like, kids, get in the house. <laughs> oh, no. Is she all right? Well, he, he slept it off. Yeah, you got to turn yeah. off the tractor and My let him roll into the bush. dragged him off the tractor and laid him on the grass and turned off the tractor. Did Harry have like a commuter vehicle, like a car or a truck? No. Or this was his. Nope. This is his means of transportation in the neighborhood, yeah. People would pick him up and bring him to the liquor store. Right. That was about it. He didn't really eat much either. No, I'm going to say Harry did not. Pickled Harry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was pickled. He was pickled. All right, HomeSense is making the news today, and they're in some trouble. No, they're not. Yes. You keep them in business. Home furnishing uh, retailer HomeSense had to pull an item after complaints were rolling in. Oh. Uh, what was it? It was a controversial laundry basket. What? And it did happen. Uh, Canadian, it hit Canadian stores, and people were upset. And here's why: the hamper carried a label that read "laundry," and then in brackets it said "for mom." So what? It caught the attention of people shopping in Toronto last week, who published photos of it, saying that uh, "laundry for mom." is offensive. Oh, stop complaining about everything. I think it was meant to be cheeky, but, um, yeah. So if it said laundry for dad, people would complain too? Probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, dads would be upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm sure there's a group of dads now that would be upset over uh, that. Yeah, it was meant to be cheeky, but apparently you can't do that anymore. So the laundry basket has been pulled. Uh, women were saying, quote, what is with that? My husband does the laundry once a month, too. Oh, It drives me nuts to see a laundry basket like this. If you don't like it, don't buy it. It, it also uh, spawned a couple hashtags, uh, not my house. <laughs> okay. And also hashtag partners in crime and laundry. This is the one, right? Yeah. Laundry for mom. See, you know what's funny? How is that offensive? The way that I read it yeah. is that if I was a mom, that's my personal laundry basket. Oh. That's where your clothes go. It's your dirty gitch and your All your dirty, T-bars. Yeah, that's that's for my T-bars and my bras. <laughs> your mom stuff, your aprons, your oven mitts. <laughs> yeah, so. Your whole mom collection. I'm more upset. That's a terrible laundry basket. We go through a lot of laundry in our house, and that'd be very inefficient for hauling downstairs. Mm-hmm. I have one similar to that. Yeah, we have like the big stand-up canvas tape one. Yeah, I'm with with the two rope handles on the side. Does ours say anything? It just says laundry. It just I says think. laundry. Well, who? How do you know who it's for? You must get so confused. You know what? I posted a picture. Uh, I opened the dryer the other day, and I had a folded shirt. It was weird. I'm like, oh. I don't know if it, maybe I just threw a folded shirt in the dryer. I think you threw a folded shirt in the dryer. I don't know. When you open the dryer, like, the it was laundry. Do you have the picture oh, of it? Weird. Show up. Yeah, yeah, it's on our uh, Instagram there. Yeah, he, uh, he made me look at it, too. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I opened the dryer, and it was tumbling. It did its, uh, it ran through the washing machine, but there was a folded uh, white t-shirt <gasps> on the top. It was so weird. Yeah, look at that. Perfectly folded. Right? So I posted that, thinking everyone would be like, um, weird, or you did it. I didn't do it. Um... Everyone freaked out that I was washing my whites and darks together. Yeah, all willy-nilly like. <laughs> that like, was the big thing. There's Everyone a shirt, freaked. some underwear in there, one of Marzi's bras I see. Oh, yeah, oh, I got, I got, I got, I got ripped. Strap. Oh, I got ripped for that one, too. Why do you do them putting my bras in the dryer? Why? I must have missed What it. did you do with her bra that you needed to wash it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to clean this before she gets home. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> put it in there. But nobody was like, oh, my God, the folded shirt is weird. Everyone freaked out that I washed whites and darks. Yeah, I'm freaking out over that, I don't too, have time to actually. separate. Who cares? Very personal scene in your dryer like this. Yeah, like the underwear. Is, is the, undies. Yeah. That's also undies. Your unmentionables. Um, and there's, oh, I think that's undies. And then behind it is a T-shirt. There's my bra, of course. Mm-hmm. Do you guys sort laundry at all? No. Why? Well, look. No, when well, Mars has like laundry. a new wardrobe every week, so it doesn't matter if I've ruined anything. What are you wearing now? Did that used to be white? That's why you sort. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it used to be. No, it's no, always it's been gray. That color. It's, it's like a gray color. hue. <laughs> you sort your whites and darks? Well, Rich does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I like it. Do yeah. you? That's way too much. I Even don't your do kids? It yeah, most of their stuff. You do like your colors? Yeah. Uh, and then your whites. Weird. And then, like, towels and I've stuff like that. I've never done that. No. Everything just goes in together. Uh, you wash your towels with your regular clothes? Sometimes I make it in there. Oh. Sometimes oh, I pull out, like, my black shirt, and it's fuzzy as all age. <laughs> and that's how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Women are mad at you on the app. <laughs> I know, putting I don't know my why bra on the dryer. Don't do that, dude. Hang it up. Just Normally, I'm good with that. It must have been tied in a towel. Throw <laughs> 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 it on a door handle. I can't believe everyone freaked out on the uh, separating yeah. the colors and the uh, whites. I can't yeah. believe that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this one, wait, why is Crash doing your laundry? Yeah, well, because if he's laying around, well, yeah, just, whatever. I just pick it, it up on care. the floor, throw it all in there. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, for the most part, I just kick my stuff on the floor anyways. Like, who's got <laughs> who's got time to sort laundry? I don't sort laundry. I, although I will do, um, like when I do undies, I'll do like a load of undies and socks. Nah. Because, I don't know, I sometimes I think about how gross that might be. Right? Because you're literally touching each one. 
But the, the, your feet are your last thing you want mixing with your... You're a mention, you're delicates. Because well, I do socks are dirty. And it's like the un- best part of your body and the worst part of your body. <laughs> Undies are dirty. Yeah, I will do that. Nah. All right, for those of you who have a dog or a puppers at home, this story is for you. If you just got a new puppy, don't be surprised when that doggo starts dressing in all black, writing mediocre and over-the-top depressing poetry, and then locking himself in his room to listen to Morrissey. Awesome. Uh, the reason being is because according to a new study, dogs go through a moody teenage phase. No. Did you know this? Just like we do as humans. And it hits... When they're approximately eight months old. So if you've got a moody eight-month-old dog right now, it's because um, it's going through its teenage phase. How do they show it? Researchers say that most owners report that they've previously, uh, the commands that they've learned are forgotten or ignored. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, puppers, sit. Off you go to listen to your Nirvana. I'm going to say this uh, works with cats, too. They've only studied dogs. Dogs become very impulsive and easily distracted when they're going through their teen years. And their behavior also becomes a bit erratic. On the bright side, it doesn't last, just like in humans. And they should mature out of it fairly quickly. Hmm. Um, our cat, Chloe, our big gal from Red Deer, yeah. Yeah. she's starting to like shun us. Remember yesterday? Uh, yeah, she's getting a bit of an attitude problem now. Crash thinks that she's going through a teenage phase. Yeah, she's like I think terrible teen. I think that I have spoiled her to the point where she is now a horrible brat. Oh, you've made a monster. Yeah, I've created a monster. Yeah. Like yesterday, she's like, no, I'm not getting up. Yeah. Bring me my food. Yeah. She refused to get up out of bed. And I, I, I let her smell it. And I'm like, no, I'm not feeding you here. And I walk away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's not coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I don't bring her food. I don't want her to stop. <laughs> That's cats, though. Cats are supposed to be a little uh, surly. Yeah. I'd be very angry if I had a dog and it wasn't happy all the time. That's a dog's job. Yeah. To be happy. To be happy the- and make yes, you happy. Yes, that's why we get dogs. Mm. To make us feel better. Yeah. I'm not there to cheer it up. <laughs> Do your job, not my dog. job. You're going back to the pound. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the Now family is confirming that their dogs are going through a teenage phase. This is hilarious. And it's how how old is the dog? Uh, they say you're, you'll generally start, start seeing it at about eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people are saying that Chloe's training you, Crash. I know, she totally is. <sighs> she refused to get up to the point yesterday I thought something happened to her yeah, She's leg like, oh my God, her leg's broken. I'm like, her leg is not broken. I'm like, she won't and, stand up. And she gets up, she's like, oh, God, fine. <laughs> she's and, a really big cat. <laughs> <laughs> she's a hearty gal. <laughs> she, she is a hearty gal, yeah, it's true. Although, I guess if you're running back to put food in front of her. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, this text here says, my, my dog right now is six months old, and this study now explains everything. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one here says, uh, yep, I have a teen dog right now. He's acting like a bit of a dingbat, not going to lie. <laughs> another one here says, fantastic, I just got a Jack Russell Terrier. He's completely insane. I can't wait to see how he is when he gets moody. Oh, yeah, yeah, they go through a teenage phase. Hmm. That was a little, that's the dog on Frasier, right? Those little Jack Russell Terriers? Yeah. Oh, those are the best little yeah. High energy dogs, though, but. With attitude. With attitude. So, if your dog's being weird. It's because it's probably becoming a teenager. All right, one last quick one here for you guys. Uh, if you've got teens in the house, already the back-to-school articles are coming out. Oh. So I have found this list, and it's for parents. And uh, let me know uh, if you agree with it, if you're a parent, or if you don't. This is a list of eight things that kids need to do by themselves before they hit the age of 13. Mm-hmm. So if you've got young teens, uh, this is a list of what you should not be doing. Um, walk away from doing these things for your teen this school year. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, stop waking them up in the morning. 
Well, they just wouldn't get up. Right? That was my <laughs> Yeah. That was my first. <laughs> they literally thought. wouldn't get up then. Yeah. If my mom did not come in screaming at me almost every morning, I wouldn't have gone to school. Yeah. Teens be sleeping. Yeah. Right? So you're supposed to stop waking them up, teach them the responsibility of, yeah. yeah, I know, I agree. Number two, before your kids are 13 years old, stop making their breakfast and packing their lunch. Mm. At 13? Or like before, before 13? 13. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, is my mom stopped packing lunch, so Teen the Mars... The butler took over. No, Teen Mars stopped eating and looked great. <laughs> oh, no. We should probably stop right here. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. Team Mars looked amazing. Mom stopped Teens doing my eat lunch. your food. Yeah. Eat your food, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, no, there is benefit. <laughs> there, there was a bit of a correlation when I didn't eat. <laughs> looked amazing. Uh, number three, filling out their paperwork. I feel that 13 is a little too young to not help with paperwork. Yeah. What kind of paperwork do teens have? I've got to like fill out a, a job application. Um, oh, yeah, that's fine. Fill it out yourself. Register for school. Uh, Would you trust a 13-year-old to no. register themselves? No. No. God, no. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll submit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, yeah. it probably wouldn't get done. Uh, number four, stop delivering their forgotten items. What does that mean? Well, if you've got a child that went to school and forgot their tablet, forgot their lunch, forgot mm-hmm. their whatever, uh, just stop. Stop bringing it. Oh, that never happened. I never had that. No. That's like an hour drive. Not happening. We didn't have things to forget, really. I guess people had, like, lunch. But we books? didn't have... Homework? Oh, your books, yeah. Oh, your, yeah, I guess it... Although, you packed. know what? Now when I think about it, if I forgot anything, it was run over to me. Jim's trip. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. By Jeeves? Uh, Jeeves would, yeah, come by in the town car. <laughs> <laughs> And he would drop off my books or my homework. And refresh yeah. your lunch. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Please eat Team Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeeves worries. <laughs> uh, number five, making their failure plan. What does this mean? Making their failure to plan your emergency. Uh, so basically what that means is is that if they leave their science fair project to 24 hours before the science fair, yeah. it's not your problem. Don't sit up all night doing it for them or with them. Oh, Let yeah. them fail. Oh, yeah. I was told if it's not done, well, it's your fault. Or, or help your kids. Isn't that, that's not terrible, is it? So. Apparently, it's not teaching them the right thing. No, because helping sounds like the world's laziest mom or dad that wrote this. It does. <laughs> uh, number six, stop doing all of their laundry. You can do some of it, but leave them at least one load to learn how to do on their own. Stop emailing and calling their teachers and coaches. Uh, don't be that over-involved parent by the time your kid is 13 going mm-hmm. into the teens. Yeah, or call their employer. Don't or call their employer. And the, and the last one here is meddling in their academics. Mm. Apparently, there's apps and websites where parents can go in and see every detail of their children's school grades and homeworks. Oh, I think a lot of schools, like school divisions, yeah. have that too, where you can log in and see... Uh, like all the assignments that oh, your kids are supposed to be doing. God, they didn't have that right? when I what was a kid. Nightmare oh, for kids. God, yeah. nightmare. And they say just exactly that. When your kid hits 13, stop doing it. Let them figure out their own life. Mm. So there you go. <laughs> Teens are like, yeah. Actually, they don't hear it right now because they're still they're sleeping. They're still sleeping because, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, yeah that's right. Because mom hasn't yeah. gone to wake them up. Uh, already, it is going to be a hot, hot day today. So just keep that in mind. Uh, we're going to see temperatures around 29 degrees. We are in the middle of a heat warning right now. 14 is what we're sitting at. Uh, tomorrow we're going to see a high of 30, which is nice. It is 827. Good morning.
nothing worse than having to spend uh, time in a hospital, whether even if it's just for one night, um, maybe you're there for a couple of nights, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks even. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully everything turns out okay. But you also know that when you do spend time in a hospital, chances are you're going to have a hospital roommate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hospitals, they just cram everyone in there. Yes, they well, they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do all over North America. Uh, chances are you're going to wind up with a roommate, whether it's a curtain that separates you yeah. or there's no curtain and you can just see that other person, which I'm hoping there's always. There would always be a curtain. Always be a curtain. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, is that those roommates uh, often are not people that you would ever pick to hang out with. And sometimes, um, whether it's their visitors that are awful, mm. whether maybe they are just awful, yeah. or whether you're just like, oh my God, this hospital experience with my roommate is going horribly. <sighs> uh, it does happen. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, 68% of people who were surveyed said that they had a hospital roommate and they were subjected to noises. Oh, yeah. Lots of noise. Lots of flatulence. Lots of flatulence. Yeah. Snoring is a big one. Oh, yeah. Uh, that people say that they had to have their families bring them earplugs because they couldn't sleep at probably, night. Probably grunting. Number three on this list, which I really don't like, is that, and I, I think it would weird me out, mm-hmm. is um, watching adult content. Oh. Like the person next to you, you can tell what they're watching? Yeah. Like even if your curtain's shut, you can yeah, hear it. you can hear it. You can hear it because they put, don't have put headphones. Some, put some headphones on. Your dirt yeah. bag. Adult, adult content, yeah. I want to know from you guys, and we'll keep it light because we don't, you know, we don't want to hear about any any tragedy. I remember when I stayed in the hospital as a kid uh, when I got uh, my ears butchered. Yes. Yeah, um, and I remember uh, I was in there for a couple days, and my bedside roommate, like the the guy, uh, yeah. the kid next to me, hospital roommate. Yeah, sure. uh, he was uh, he was fine. We would have uh, like fun chats and whatever. Yeah. But I remember I went for uh, I left the room. And I had another appointment, and I remember being brought back, and I had all these like fun toys in my uh, night table. He took them all. <gasps> he stole from me. A little brat. Friends off. And he yeah. never admitted it. But he used the stuff in front of me. I remember I had this cool, like, giant oversized pencil. You remember those big ones? Yes. It's like an inch thick, jumbo eraser on it. That was my favorite, and I would, like, draw stuff with it. He took it, and then he would use it in front of me. And I'm Could like, you get it back? No, I said, that's mine. He's like, no, it's not. Oh, what a little crap. And I tried when his mom was there. I'm like, he took my stuff. Did your mom, like, try to take... Yeah, she tried, but the uh, mom yelled at us. And we're like, oh, okay. My mom's like, let's get you out of here. <laughs> right? He stole let's from me, though. Let's just go. Yeah. All right, I want to know the um, awful and most likely hilarious roommate you had during your hospital stay. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about your hospital roommate and um uh what went down. Mm. We, we're gonna keep it light though. We don't want any tragedy. You've never really stayed in a hospital. No, overnight. knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. So you haven't experienced this. No, I have not. Uh, this one here says, I remember when I was in the hospital at nine years old for a few days, I had to share a room with a 17-year-old girl who broke, shattered her ankle. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad because she was in the children's ward at the Royal Alex. And that means that all the toilets are like 10 inches off the floor. Oh, no. Every time she had to use the washroom, she needed help because she couldn't bend that far alone. Oh, drag. And you got all these she kids. She was really busted up. And you got all those kids watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Sarah on, too. How you doing today, Sarah? Good, how are you? Good, good. Was there a time that uh, when you had to stay in the hospital, you had a terrible roommate? Uh, she was actually really awesome. She was a school teacher. Oh, okay. And her husband brought in a magician to kind of perfect <gasps> the spirits. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. 
<laughs> the hu- I love how the husband brought a magician in. That's uh, that's unique. Did you get to watch the show too? I did. Yeah, and he had his back towards us, so we were all baffled as to how he was doing all of his tricks. Oh, cool! Oh, cool! Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, because all these like horror stories are rolling in, but yeah, not one person texted a magician came in. That's for sure. It was so cool to see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's neat. I like it. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Sarah. Yeah, no problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Like, I wish I had a magician when I was in the hospital yeah, as a no kid. Kidding, that would have been right? fantastic. Instead, I had the thief next door. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, my hospital roomie was a little weird uh, and kept demanding for my milk. She would scream at me, demanding my milk. Mm-hmm. On the whiteboard wall, it said that she couldn't have milk because she was lactose intolerant. Oh. So she would jump out of bed, erase that she was lactose intolerant, and then demand my milk. You're like, I'm not I'm not chancing anything. You're not getting my milk. No. Too bad. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. These are fun. We're talking about your uh, worst hospital roommate or your most hilarious hospital roommate because, well, it happens, right? You got to share a room with somebody. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Hospitals that's, are cram-packed. Yeah, and that's it. Listen to this one. Uh, who is this from? This is from Jay. He says, good morning, guys. I was in school in South Carolina playing soccer, and an injury forced me to have an emergency corrective surgery. I woke up with a guy next to me in restraints. After hours of arguing with the doctors saying I want a private room, they agreed to move me the next day. Well, that night... The guy's girlfriend came in, screamed at him for 20 minutes, and then stabbed him while he was in bed. What? Before security was able to come in. He lives from what I hear. Uh, He lived from what I hear, but it definitely made for an interesting couple of days of recovery, being interviewed by police for what I saw. And, of course, I just kept my mouth shut and said I couldn't remember anything. Jeez. So his girlfriend came in, screamed at him, and then stabbed him while he was in restraints. You're like, I don't know. I, I must have been sleeping. Jay, that is intense. <laughs> that was a terrible roommate. That is a terrible a Terrible roommate. roommate. Uh, Emma's right at the top here. How you doing today, Emma? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Excellent. All right. So did you have a terrible roommate in uh, your hospital or what? I did. Uh, she was <laughs> a lovely old dear. I was a teen, and I was in the respiratory ward because I'm asthmatic. And uh, this old lady uh, liked an unfinished basement and she would kick off her covers oh the world could see oh no i get it i get it you can't unsee that (laughs) no did she kick it off all the time yeah they would come in and say oh beryl you kicked your covers off again let's cover you up and make you decent and you're like Uh, i know it was blowing in the wind yeah it is horrible yeah i think she just needed a little air conditioning extra air conditioning yeah <laughs> she had hot parts. Hot parts. Yeah, hot bits. Yeah. Happen. Oh, wow. That is great. Okay, thanks for that, Emma. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, I bet you you walk, you uh, probably stumble upon a lot of people walking through well, your room naked at night. Well, when you think about it, like I do that at home. Yeah. Right? Like if I got hot parts, I'm yeah. kicking the covers off, right? So if you're staying in the hospital, you're going to air out. Well, the, in my uh, sleep, I bits. might. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I might that's just, true. right? You might just kick it off and be like, I got hot parts. Yeah. Because trying to sleep in the uh, like hospital gown, like that would suck. It'd be like you're in a it, diaper, yeah, it would right? Be it's horrible. like horrible. Yeah. Uh, here, I got uh, Carrie hanging on. How you doing, Carrie? Good. How about yourself? Uh, doing pretty good. All right. Was there a time when you uh, had to stay in the hospital and you had like the terrible roommate in there? Yeah. When my second child was born. Yeah. I was on. I was in a ward, so there was four people. Okay. And the woman next to me was talking to her baby like a chicken all night long. 
What? Like, cluck, 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 cluck. Yeah, just well, like a chicken. Why? I don't know. It drove me insane. And now, I, I'm guessing you didn't say anything, but... No, but as soon as my doctor came in at 8 in the morning, he's like, are you ready to go home? It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> I've been awake all night. I just need sleep. Oh, my God. I feel like I... What I would an odd be, thing. I would be terrible in a hospital, because I think I'd walk over there and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. No, you can't. Stop, though. Everyone's trying to sleep. Everyone just had babies. No, you can't because maybe she figured this is the only thing that calmed down the baby. That's so strange. Would you rather a crying baby all night or her clucking? Uh, I think the crying baby. Yeah, I'm with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because clucking is weird. Crash and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. 1023 L Radio. All right, this uh this next story here is kind of interesting. And so I want you guys to start thinking about uh whether or not you've done the following things alone. There's a list that's out that says these are the six things that every single person should do alone in their lifetime. And let's see how many of them you've done. I know a few. Well, no, they're probably not on my list. (laughs) Okay. So we'll do everybody in this room, and then you guys, the Now family, uh, let us know if you've done any of these things alone. Uh, Number one, they say that these are the six things you should do alone at least once in your lifetime. Number one, travel. Mm. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean to pack up and go on a... Like a world... Yeah. Tour kind of thing. It yeah. just means maybe alone, uh, go to a new city for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe go on a road trip. I could do it. Have you done it? No, I haven't done it. But yeah, you I, did. You did it. When? When we were living in Nova Scotia. You went and toured the whole province by yourself. Oh, yeah, I did. Right? Remember That's that? right. Yeah, I went to Peggy's Cove. Yeah, you did the whole thing. Yeah. I've never, like, uh, I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel room by myself. Really? Yeah. I've done a lot of traveling alone. Hmm. Like, no, like, worldwide tours. Like, I didn't yeah. backpack across Europe, but I, I did a lot of, um, like, especially when I was starting out in radio. Mm-hmm. Like, I went and worked in, um, oh, what's that place in BC where it stinks? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> she really, really narrowed it down. Guys. It was so long ago. I, I traveled from Vancouver to Chilliwack, I think it was. And, oh, man, the oh, smell in Southern, Chilliwack. yeah. The smell in Chilliwack is unreal. Mm. And they put me up in a hotel yeah. for two weeks. I stayed in the hotel room by myself, and I ran the board for the morning show who was in, uh, like, Jamaica or oh, one, yeah, of these, one of those, one of yeah. those trips. Wacky morning shows are doing it live from Jamaica. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, um, I was hired to run their board yeah. for them back in, in their radio station. It was, it was an awful radio station. <laughs> well, the me- like musically, it was like your softest of soft rock. Oh. Like it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But those zany antics of that morning but show, I, I bet, have, kept you going. They did. <laughs> How do they do it? Uh, I didn't have a car, so I had to take a Greyhound bus. Yeah. So I Greyhounded oh. up, and then yeah, for two weeks I stayed in a hotel in Chilliwack and went in and worked the morning. Well, mine show. seems way more glamorous than yeah. touring Nova Scotia. I went to Digby. I sat. Oh, it was such a great feeling. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I sat on the uh, shore, like the shore of the ocean, and I ate uh, crab. I had a nice crab platter and some fish, and, and I. Just- and I just ate. Like and you just looked at the ocean, pawed to the ocean, and grabbed your yeah, crab. I'm like, cook it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was fresh from the ocean, yeah, it was and they cooked it up restaurant. for me. Oh, it was really neat. Have Fuck. you ever traveled alone? No, I'd be. So, wouldn't it be lonely? I'd be so lonely. I'm a little needy. Uh, I wasn't lonely. I, wasn't lonely. I, I really enjoyed it. No, I yeah, I did too. And oh. then Mars came along, and I haven't been solo since. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> sort of miss it. <laughs> no, I just can't imagine doing anything alone now. Yeah, right? I, well, I wouldn't want to. Because I, I, like I would be do. worried that I'd be bored. <laughs> says with fear in his eyes. <laughs> I'd never do it now. I'd never. Never? <laughs> this is a great thing we got here. <laughs> no, but I think I would be bored now. Because yeah. I'd be missing you because I'd be like, no. You want I, somebody to talk to. Yeah, if I was fly, if I just randomly, like this weekend, uh, went solo... I think I'd see something cool and be like, Mars! And I'd be like, oh. And then I'm gone. I'm not there. Oh, that'd be terrible. Number two. (laughs) Okay. That was number one. That was number one, yeah. (laughs) Number two, spend time with nature. Now, that might sound a bit cheesy, but going outdoors uh, allows you to, you know, connect with nature. Whether you hit a local trail alone, a beach, a park, you just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. You ever walk alone? Not alone. Oh. (laughs) No. I'm going to say you don't do anything. It's going to get mugged. Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how muggings happen. I've spent time in nature alone. Yeah. I've walked trails alone. They yeah. recommend against it. That's how bears pick out the singles. <laughs> it's oh. true. Number three, celebrate your birthday alone. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Have you done it? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've celebrated my birthday alone and Christmas. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've done Christmas alone. I did Christmas alone yeah. in Peterborough. I'm going to hug you guys after this. I did, yeah, I did Christmas alone in Fredericton. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that sad? When, no. When you start working in radio and move around the country, you do a lot of things alone. Yeah, I wasn't sad. No, I wasn't sad at all. A little bit? No, I called my parents. I talked to them that morning and then mm-hmm. kind of did whatever I wanted to do. It was actually just kind of awesome. <laughs> look, at this, look at this brave front you're putting on. It's no, okay, buddy. Yeah, have you ever celebrated a birthday alone? No. Christmas. No, I would be just devastated. <laughs> oh, I would slip into a deep, deep depression. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh. But Christmas alone? Oh, I would not come out of that. All right. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the things that you, you should be doing by yourself at least once mm-hmm. in your lifetime. Take a class. Now, that doesn't mean, uh, like, go to school, but, like, if you, maybe there's one class that you want to take, you do it all by yourself. Mm. Go take that class. Mm. You mean, like, a separate, like, uh, one-off, not, like, going to college. Yeah. But, like, one evening class. Like a, sure. a painting class at the bar. Or, like, oh. a business class. Oh, all right. Oh, or either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <it's> potato, potato. <laughs> okay. Same thing. Uh, try a meditation retreat. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go away to a retreat to do meditation, but if you can, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But basically, finding some time just to sit alone for about a half an hour and meditate. Is it bad that I find that would be a waste of a vacation? Because we have some friends that went to a resort, and they didn't drink any booze. It was a non-alcoholic They They resort. exercised, yeah. they did yoga and stuff, and she came back, she's like, you know what? I know it sounds lame, but that was the best vacation I've ever been so on. And I'm like, relaxed. oh, please. As soon as I get there, I'm like, shuts, let's tie one on. Yeah, but then you come home tired because you're, you know, I you feel like it would be a time. waste. If you had like a fun vacation like you're describing yeah. and then that uh, really boring one, then maybe it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> like after. Yeah. yeah. And the last one here, treat yourself and just yourself. Now that could mean going to a spa, like a day spa by yourself retail therapy sit at a bar and have a cocktail all by yourself mm-hmm. you should treat yourself this is for me every day we're going once a week for sure. <laughs> it happens all the time i want to know from you guys what cool thing did you do all by yourself i want to hear your story call crash and mars 489-4669 join the conversation now radio all right we're talking about this list of things that you're supposed to do at least once in your lifetime totally alone and that includes celebrating your birthday doing some traveling spending time with nature and we want to know your awesome adventures 
that you did totally all by yourself. Mm -hmm. And what did you learn? Do you have a craving to do anything alone? Like, I can um, leave you be if you need. No, I've done a lot alone already. I've, yeah. That's out of my that's, system. It's gone. You, yeah, you're done with that? Yeah, I'm You I'm did a healthy that. amount of alone time? Uh, you know what I've been craving, though, lately? Is uh. I'm craving a good road trip. I know. I haven't been on a road trip in years. Well, but we, I can't, though, because I, I have a cat at home that's sick. So yeah, she needs some pills. Yeah. And she doesn't like road trips. No, she's, she's not a road tripper, Pepper. No, no, no she's, she's not. not. No. She's not going to be on the road. Uh, here, I got Lisa hanging on. Sure. Lisa, downtown, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. Okay, so uh, what are some things that you've done alone? And it was it, maybe it turned out or it wasn't good? Um, it was actually awesome. I went to Mexico by myself to an all-inclusive. Oh, wow. How, yeah, did it, um, how, how did it roll out? So my boyfriend at the time, who's my husband now, um, okay. he couldn't get time off to go, and I was jonesing for a vacation. Mm. So, and you know how it goes, like, you can't travel with everybody. Yeah. So there was no one I, else I wanted to travel with, so I said, screw it, I'm going by myself. Oh, and you booked it, and initially, were you a little worried? No, not at all. <laughs> um, I wasn't worried, and it, it's really funny, because I... I uh, had a friend that was going to be in Puerto Vallarta at the same time. Yeah. And so I met up with him and had a day at the beach. But uh, the only downside was coming back from Mexico. Um, I went to security. They asked me some questions. Did you meet anybody while you were there? Yep, I did. I met this guy in Puerto Vallarta. Mm. And, um, yeah, I went to secondary. It was pretty interesting. Oh, weird. Oh, because oh, immediately yeah. they're like, oh, what are you, what are you doing flying solo? Because it's putting up exactly. some red flags. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Cool experience, though. Yeah, it was awesome. I would do it all over again. It was, oh. If it was between not going on vacation or going by myself, I'd go by myself. That's time. that's a very good point when you put it that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. beautiful turquoise waters or not going on vacation. Yeah. You're, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. These stories, uh, we're going through this list of the six things that every person should do alone at least once in their lifetime. And, and uh, you guys are sharing your stories, which are fun. Uh, this one says, good morning, CM and G. For about four or five years ago, I backpacked through 11 countries and 23 in Europe alone. Wow. It was awesome, interesting, and awkward, but fun as... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I wonder if I'd be able to do that. I, I probably, like the backpacking thing, and just go explore. But yeah. the only problem is I would probably want to stay in really nice hotels. <laughs> <laughs> So I look yeah. like I'm really roughing it as I'm like going back to the Ritz. Yeah, that's right. All of your Instagram would be like crash on the side of a mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crash standing in front of a yurt that you would never stay yeah, in. No. Yeah. But it would look like I'm using that. Hugging some alpacas and then yeah. back to the Ritz, Carlton. There's something about a good hotel nowadays. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know. be able to give up. I'm with you. There is something about a good yeah. hotel. Yeah. Uh, here, let's go with uh, Tia on sure. six. Crazy story here. You actually moved to England? I did, yeah. I pretty much, I just finished high school, and I'm from a rural community outside Edmonton, and yep. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm leaving. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of got the plane and moved to England. Did uh, you have any friends in there? No, I didn't know anyone, uh, wow. but I got a job as a nanny once I got there, and I, um, yeah, I just kind of made it work. Holy wow. crap. How long did you stay? Uh, about half a year kind of thing, and then I kind of lived there off and on for the years following that. But yeah. Yeah, well, it was great. You learn so much about yourself when, like, crap hits the fan and there's no one there to solve it for you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed a lot of people are uh, saying that. They're like, they realize that they're they're actually alone and you yeah. got to figure your own stuff out. 
Yeah, exactly. I think that when you're traveling, you just you learn so much about yourself, right? And then you come back and you're you're so much better for it, and all your interactions then with with people in the future are so much better because of the stuff that you've done alone. Oh, totally. Oh, cool experience. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, Jeff. thank you. Yeah, no worries. Have a great one, guys. Text Crash and Mars five six seven eight nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right, these are fun stories. We're talking about the things that you've done alone, uh, and and what did you like? What did you experience? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that are texting mostly have traveled because yeah, some of the other stuff was one. minor, um, like go to a, a spa. But I do want to read you uh, this text here because. Uh, basically, it's my goal. Mm-hmm. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Uh, it says, hey, guys, uh, good morning. I just want to let you know that a few years ago, I booked a retreat in BC. I spent six days there by myself. Throughout those six days, I had 40 spa treatments in that time. Wow. Did some hiking, some horseback riding. Honestly, I'm thinking it's time to probably do that again. <laughs> Candy, hashtag goals. Oh, yeah, I could see you doing that. 40 spa treatments in six days. How God. do you even get, how do you do that? You come back looking like you're 25. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got cans. Oh my God, I nice want to do it. skin. I want to do it. Uh, let's go to uh, Amanda here. How you doing, Amanda? I'm good, how are you? Excellent. All right, so did you uh, fly solo and actually enjoy it on something? I did, yeah, it was awesome. I, I just got out of like a 10-year relationship that was pretty toxic, and I had no idea how to be single because I got together with this guy when I was 15. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I decided I was going to use all of my air miles, and I flew myself out to Portland um, because I love food and beer and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, so for sure. I in Portland, and I stayed in this Airbnb with a couple of young gay guys. Which yeah. Was really kind of awesome. They were like... Their apartment was decked out in Vogue magazines. Oh, and it's everything. like a party central. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. party central. And then one day I decided to um, rent a car and drive out to Astoria on the uh, on the coast. Wow. Which is a tiny little town and kind of random. Everybody knows each other. And I just sort of walked around all day. And I took a street car, car tour that was a dollar that was, you know, narrated by these two little old men that were hilarious. Oh, and, neat. Cool. <laughs> And then I ended up walking by this barber shop and stopped in there because it looked really cool. And this guy started talking to me and I, you know, talked to him for five minutes. And then I, I left and I was across the street and there he was sitting again in the tattoo parlor across the street. <laughs> he just walks around chatting. <laughs> yeah, he, he followed me there. He oh, followed me there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I totally just wanted to check out this tattoo parlor. And I'm like, mm, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we actually ended up hanging out for the rest of the day. I think it was at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And he showed me all the cool spots in town. And oh, he showed neat. Me his, his apartment and all that kind of stuff. And I realized at the end of the night at like midnight when I was driving back home that he easily could have murdered me and stuck me into suitcase. <laughs> And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.